And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Tag tennis thing going on to your sisters. But, I mean, if you were to get, like, you know, something similar to, like, a Dundies or Hardy's or something, or maybe these, these girls that are out there now that are, that are siblings, cousins, I, mean, I don't know, you know, what gimmick they have going for them, but... Um, they need I, to... That would be pretty sick, man. I mean, can you imagine, like, two females just sitting in, like, a 3D? Right. <laughs> like, that would be sick, man. <laughs> uh... But I think that, that would. Job. If the dummies had something like other cousins or something, if Mike <laughs> had a daughter, I'm right? right? Get like the. I know the Rock and um, who else's daughter was it? Foley's daughter. They're both uh, training to be wrestlers right now as well. Oh, that's right. Uh, on the um, Foley Foley, right? She's yeah. That'd be a trip, man. Get a legacy tag team out there. Oh yeah, and dude, I think that would be a game changer right there. I know TNA has the women's tag division and stuff. They have tag titles for the women, um, but you know, I'd like to see see him get some of the the knockouts from TNA, like Velvet Sky, um, some of them over there. I'd love to see ODB come over. Um, but yeah, I think that could be a game changer, man. If they can get like. A, a legit women's division and started going like extreme with it show that the women can keep up with the men's matches uh, that's a game changer man no one would be able to touch WWE you, you know what okay let me float this out there too because I mean you, you got me on your show I don't know when the next time I'll be on there but I'll float this for you it, I don't know if it's out there or not so I'm, I'm kind of speaking out of like uh, I don't have a reference point what I'm about to say but um, you know, we touched on, like, Sin Cara and uh, Kalisto earlier. Dude, where are the Lucha Libre, like, females at? Right. Two little chicks coming in. Both masked, I mean, masked up dudes with Lucha to the, to the gills, man. And just hitting six on nines and West Coast Pops and all, all Ray Mysterio news. Just shit. Um, her karatas. That'd be sick, man. Oh, man, you're talking about legitimacy, I mean, um... I know Nick's touched on it a little bit too. Uh, he likes to make a lot of references back to like the Monday Night Wars. Um, but kind of touching back on the reference I made earlier about like the flight of the cruiserweights that is WWE Network for those of you guys who are listening. Um, the Monday Night Wars, they have, you know, broke down every little aspect of the Monday Night Wars. But the cruiserweights uh, eventually jumping ship off of WCW, you know, and some of the key players, the radicals, obviously, um, being like the main one. Uh, to the WWE Network, uh, it, it changed the game. So it's like you gotta have these lighter weight classes and uh, the athleticism that they bring and able to you know, flip around and, and do some of the other moves that you typical wrestler can't do. But yeah, I mean, definitely. You get somebody like that, um, and you know you get the one that mixes, you know, mixing it up with Charlotte and Sasha Banks and, and these other women. Um, I, I definitely tune in, and I'm sure that most of the WWE uh, universe would as well. Oh hell yeah. And if uh, 
any of the anybody listening live, our iHeartRadio listeners, um, if you guys know of any like lucha females out there, <laughs> anything that might like fit along with this, um, hit us up. Uh, hit me up on uh, Gmail NBC four two zero six nine at Gmail. Um, uh, throw it up in the chatty. Hit us up on all of our social medias. Um, because that would definitely be something I would be really interested in seeing. And now you got me like all curious about it. I'm gonna have to like I'm jump down. You, I mean, it just thought kind of popped into my head. I'm like, oh, you know what? I wonder if there's little like lucha females out there. If they even entertain this idea, but um, I think that'd be pretty sick, man. Uh, you, I'm gonna jump know. down some rabbit holes on this shit. Oh, bro! I didn't. I did not think you would go in at, at length uh, on the women's division, but you know, this is where we're at. You know, it's, uh, it's, I don't know. It's something to address. Like, I thought it'd be pretty sweet. And it's hey, something. And let's throw something else up there real quick, Sean. That's not to say that uh, you know I'm talking about like the creepy way from the smaller girl. Hey, I love me some Mia Jax too. I mean, she, <laughs> she got put down by a speaker. She yelled, and <laughs> you know she was sitting on her bottom. And she got put down at, at the end of the last uh, NXT takeover. I saw it, but uh, yeah, uh, Oscar. I, I got me some Oscar Mia too. Her. She, she threw down a power bomb in that match. I was just like, Ooh. yeah. Hell yeah. I want to see um, Nia Jax versus Karma. Oh, man. <laughs> or, a.k.a. the Awesome Kong. Yeah. We'll get some powerhouse match there. Hell yeah. Imagine those two as a tag team. Hey, man. And you know what? There's probably like a, a you know, we, we started off the show with a with big show and Brock, but I mean, uh, I mean, we're not doing the world right now, man. Um, we're kind of really floating it out there now but as far as like finding talent and new talent um <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen that picture of like uh, I think it was Lita signing an autograph for like AJ Lee and AJ Lee's like hella young and she's like all teary eyed and stuff just looking at yeah. Lita like you know it's, it's kind of like there's these young girls that are out there now that are watching this and they're um you know they're eventually going to be those next uh, WWE uh, women's uh superstar and uh, oh, yeah. superstars and they're out there, so it's like you know, little little big show girl. If you're out there and listening, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing you up here. In a couple of years. Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! Be getting so friends in the women's division, but do it. True that. That keeps the bomb in the whole night, man. And if someone don't start it, then I, I just fucking, we came up with an idea, the BBWF, the Big Beautiful Women Federation. Right? Oh, yeah. And, you know, there's an avenue out there for everything, man. Uh... There's got to be something out there somewhere in the the interwebs. Yeah, believe it. Practicing your six one nine, little girl. Want to see it? Right. Uh, yeah, man. Anything I'll jump again, jump off on late at length if you want that women's division. But you know, something that doesn't come up uh, really regularly enough, in my opinion. Um, True that. We're kind of addressing the, the shortcomings lately, in our opinion. But it's just because, like, you know, I, I think I care about what, what they're doing with them. And it's like, ah, you guys have so much good momentum coming out of WrestleMania. You know, I really wanted to see that coming forward. But, I think um, before before the whole um, Bailey Sasha, Sasha, I can't even say it, 
Sasha Banks thing happened when they had those series of matches at the takeovers. Um, the last, like, legit women's match that I've seen, and I've said this a bunch of times, and that would be Trish Stratus versus Victoria in a hardcore match at Survivor Series 2001. That match was freaking brutal, dude. And that, like, that, watching it now, that gave me a whole new, like, respect for the women's division. Like, I remember watching it at that time being, like, in awe. But even more now, like, that was, that was uh, revolutionary for the women's division at that time. Because no one else was doing hardcore women wrestling like that. No, that's definitely true. <laughs> They're like busting mirrors, all kinds of shit, man. If you've never got a chance to watch that, that is a damn good match. I'll have to look into that for sure. Hell yeah. I think you're touching on some stuff, though, there, too. I mean, especially with the... We're still rolling on this, but especially on the women's division, because it's... I mean, each time they debut a different... Uh, you know, a different, a different wrestler, she, you know, bringing her own uh, moveset and finisher. But, I mean... You, you kind of gave um, you know some some love here to, to really one of the pioneers of where you know the women's wrestling is now with Trish, but man, Lita, dude, uh, you touched on her in some top tens and in other arenas, but I mean specifically with her wrestling. I mean, oh I yeah. Coming in with like S. A. Rios, you know, yeah, hair and all, and her coming out and flipping a moonsault and just like. I, I, I mean, I don't know how the rest of the WWE universe felt at that moment, but I mean, I don't like that. Dude, yeah, that's, that's why she'll always be up in my Holy in God. my top three favorite divas of all time, man, because no one still does the shit that she did, hitting moonsaults. No one can bust a her, can run out the woodworks like her. Yeah, for sure. Unless there's these little Lucha girls out there, bro. Right? <laughs> right? I remember, I remember the... The Lita versus Dean Malenko little love triangle storyline. That shit was funny. <laughs> Dean Malenko was all trying to get her in bed, and he's like wearing these like tube socks in bed. Bro, man, you're not you're not getting any with, with freaking tube socks on, bro. Right. Especially not from Lita. And then she like turns the lights out, and then the lights come on, and the Hardys are in there, and they just whoop Dean Malenko's ass <laughs> in this hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> Again, another, I mean, not, I'm not cutting your, like, WCW uh, knowledge short, because I know you self-professed, too, to kind of not remember certain things, but, um, I mean, dude, when Dean, Dean was in WCW, he was a freaking beast, man. Like, he, he was legit, and then he came to WWE, he's just another example of, uh, you know, maybe just underutilized, or... Yeah, see, at that time, like, I hardcore chose sides, man. Um, I'm, I've came out and said it plenty of times, like, my knowledge of WCW is, like, very, very minimal. Like, uh, the most I watched was towards the end when the whole invasion shit started happening. Um, oh, yeah. And then I caught the end of the life of WCW there, but before that, I was straight WWF to the bone, man. I think I was with you too, to be honest with you. Uh, I thought Invasion was, was super tight, because uh, then it kind of really brought a division to the WWE universe. Maybe people who were ECW fans, WCW fans, uh, but were also WWE fans were kind of like, oh, and I remember, uh, you know, what's that even to <laughs> And I remember being a kid up until that point before the Monday Night War started and shit, like, WWF was the only promotion I knew, so, like, 
Because my mom was a WWF fan and shit. She never told me there was other companies out there. So I was just like, blind, bro. You're right? I was like, WWF's the, it's the, the one and only there. <laughs> then all of a sudden we start getting invaded and stuff. I'm like, well, who are these? Who are these cats? What's what's a WCW? What's a what's a ECW? <laughs> I think I, I, I mean out of the factions out of the time I probably jumped maybe ECW just because of uh I mean Sabu, RVD, the Dudleys, uh, even you know Taz. Yeah. But um, it's WCW at the time too. Just I think it was just the way some of the fuses were booked and then there were so many wrestlers already that you know obviously some of them were going to be underutilized I kind of addressed the what was it that uh, tag team match for the for Brothers of Destruction against DDP and like Chris Canyon oh yeah <laughs> like, oh my god and we, how can we even talk about that bro <laughs> yeah where's where's Chris Canyon Solomon <laughs> oh, alright <laughs> And it was never addressed either. <laughs> Dude, I would like to see if I could bring two wrestlers back for like a one night only. Um, both in their own separate matches. I don't know who I would pit them against. But I'd like to see Taz come back for one more match and Steve motherfucking Blackman. Oh, I'm mad Steve Blackman low, dude. Right. He's the most dangerous man. Well, we, <laughs> I was watching. We keep up, man. I'm messing up here. <laughs> earlier, earlier on lunch when I was sitting uh, in the cafeteria and shit, freaking, uh, I was sitting there trying to find that that Shane McMahon and uh, like the whole time I thought it was Shane McMahon versus Test, but it was Shane McMahon versus Big Show. Test came out and helped Shane hold the Big Show down. Um. But then I saw another one, and Solomon had talked about it last night when we um, were on for that short amount of time. There was a Steve Blackman versus Shane McMahon at SummerSlam, and they were up on top of the Titantron like that, and Steve Blackman took a kendo stick to Shane McMahon, and Shane McMahon falls off the side of the Titantron. That match was that match was freaking sick with it too. So I didn't even know they went against each other either. So now I have to completely revisit back all my all, all my shame matches that I missed, man. Um, you know, I kind of I, like I told you that I profess to have that that shame versus Kurt match. That's one of my favorites, and I can't really tell you because it's either of them. Like, um, I mean, I got mad respect for Shane too for just um, he's the son of a billionaire. Right. Yeah, you know, I, I, I don't know how they set these things up, man. Sean was like, he doesn't go to his spot. Like, hey, man, put me in there with Taker. Right. Do it, like, that pops. Let me jump off the tight trot. <laughs> <laughs> um, the WWE creative get behind this. They're like, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, Vince, we gotta strongly advise you against this. <laughs>
there'd be the stipulation that if he won or whatever, he would, you know, take control over all that stuff. And then they just ended up giving it to him anyways. So it was just like, yeah. Uh, that kind of, yeah, me and Nick touched on this quite a few times too. And it's like, the giving him control the very next night on Raw, nonetheless, kind of just yeah. completely just like, what was the relevance of that match at all? You just completely made it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if if, if he would have just, I don't know. They uh, should have made him one. Yeah, exactly. If that's the case, you should have just won and made it legit. But, I mean, there should have been some type of acknowledgement, too. Like, ah, oh, well, you know, you threw yourself off the ring and you showed some heart and we'll give it the old college try. Yeah, something, <laughs> yeah. Some type of acknowledgement other than just like, oh, well, <laughs> here you go, you can take over. You're going to suck like that. Like, I know they kind of hinted at it, then the crowd got all super hyped and then McMahon just kind of pondered to the crowd but that that made it even more awkward because like when the hell does Vince ever like in the history of ever freaking freaking acknowledged what the fans want you know what you're right uh, I probably should just let him go right through there <laughs> um, I was like like, were you having a stroke or something, McMahon? Did you need to get some medical attention? You're just like, fuck it, let him. He can't hold it as well as he used to, Sean, man. He's getting up there in age. <laughs> it's them giant balls he always talked about having, man. You know? He got his butt kissed too many times for too many times. <laughs> he probably got some kind of, like, fungus back there now where you can't hold it in. <laughs> well, I got to run to the can, so uh, Shane, go ahead and take over Raw. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's what, wrong. The nickname of Butcher Butt is right now. <laughs> oh gosh, man. Put some barbecue sauce on that. <laughs> some that Jim Ross barbecue sauce. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, a special time back in the day, man. Probably never have a. Maybe not even probably never ever have a, an ass kissing club ever again. No, hell no. never be that. You know what I mean? There's a lot of things that WWE did that they'll just never do them again. Ever. Right. <laughs> I mean, like, you, you can't have a Val Venus anymore. Then you're going to get one of these like super PC people that are just like, Val Venus invaded my, my, my safe space. Hey, Sean, bro, what are you talking about? We have a Val Venus now, bro. His name is Seth Rollins. Oh, <laughs> hell no. You did not oh, just go dude, there. Come on, Sean. Be real. That dude had needs leak, bro. He's the closest thing to Valvinus <laughs> of, of this generation, man. Dude, I legitimately remember waking up in the morning, okay? Take your, take your time. Wake up, dropping a deuce, flipping the bleacher report. All of a sudden, um, there's a freak. That just looks like his Insta, and there's just these pictures up. He's like, what the heck happened here? Uh, because his account at the time was like linked with you know various media outlets, he just got thrown out there. I'm like, are you serious? Like I woke up this morning to this. <laughs> I, I couldn't handle it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you if you look at it in that aspect, I guess he is the closest thing to <laughs> Albinus. Uh, <clears throat> he just comes out. He's like looking, looking at the crowd. First thing out of his mouth. Hello, ladies. <laughs> 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 that do that. Many females convert to Rollinism, I can tell you that, Sean. 
But boo, there you go. See, he, he's he's always wrapped in one man. Just he's a Mark Henry sexual chocolate Valvini. Father, he's all the all of it. Into one. And his name is Seth Rollins. <laughs> Convert to Rollinism. I gotta get your opinion on it. Um, do you think that Dean Ambrose is Razor Ramon's love child? Uh, Where did this start with you guys? Like, I, this I start me and uh, me and my sister's husband Loco. We were watching a match, and um, I think it was leading up to the him and Jericho feud, and. Um, he was just like, his hair was all greasy looking and he just had that crazy look in his eye. And it was just like, kind of like, instantaneous. Uh, my brother-in-law looked at me and was like, who does he remind me of? I was like, tell me that's not Scott Hall's love child. And he was like, yes, he's a toothpick in the mouth away and like a little comb over away from being freaking Razor Ramon. <laughs> Like, even when he comes out wearing the leather jacket and everything, and his hair's usually all greasy, looking like he's wrestling some stray dogs in the parking lot. So, uh, <laughs> just give Dean Ambrose a toothpick, man. That's, that's Razor Ramon's love, baby. Oh, my God, dude. Um, Scott, I mean, Seth Rollins Seth Roll started calling himself uh, the bad guy. Just, we got one solid A.O. out of him or something, though. Dude, um, if I ever get to meet Dean Ambrose, I'm going to ask him to say, Hey, yo. <laughs> That's what it is. I'm sorry, Dean. Um, and he's even got that, that like, attitude and stuff to him. The freaking, that, like, this everything. He is this era's freaking Razor. Yeah. But, man, he, you know, he needs his big daddy cool, man. <laughs> um. I can think of one tag team that might got him beat out in that sense, but and uh, I, I think they're one of he's has become one of my favorite, and I know they're probably one of your favorites too. With, with our old buddies uh, Enzo and uh, and Cass, man. Oh yeah. Oh man, that's that's a big daddy cool to me right now with Big Cass. Big Cass, hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, man. Two I sloppy jalopies. I their promos, man. I just. I can't I can't handle that level of, on the mic right now. It's just uh, fun. That's gonna be my promo of the week. I haven't done one the last couple weeks, but Enzo and Cass when they straight harp on the Dudleys, man, that's gotta be the promo of the week this week. <laughs> so you two sloppy jalopies. <laughs> he tells D one, get that lazy eye back to work. <laughs> <laughs> um, it tells him uh. What does he say uh, about being uh, something Skywalker? Oh, Smack Talker Skywalker? Yeah. Is that what hit you with the truth saber? saber? The truth saber? <laughs> <laughs> something along those lines, but those dudes are freaking Mike freaking geniuses. Um, me and Solomon have talked about it a couple times. There's, there's very few people that like when they pick up the mic, you want to listen to them. Enzo Amore was fucking like beyond gifted with the. He like he says he's got the gift to gab and the gift to jab. Hey kid, dude, man, I'm totally agreement, man. It's just he, they, he 
you just want to watch them just to eat, even if they're not wrestling and they're just cutting the promo or they're just out there talking you want to see them yep. just to see what they're going to say next and then you know on top of that you add like um you know really solid ring skills between the two of them now too um i mean just, we got the whole package right now as a tag team hell yeah man that's why <laughs> at this uh at Money in the Make, man, I'm really hoping, as much of a New Day fan as I am, I really hope Enzo and Cass walk out of that with the freaking the titles. But I've been saying it, I don't think the tag titles are going to change until SummerSlam. Don't you think, okay, check this out though, Sean. Don't you think it's weird though, like, okay, so they cut promos, I mean, you got the like club, okay, um, New Day. And then you have Enzo and Cass, and then you have like the Bond villains. Okay, so I mean, out of the three, you can't help but think the Bond villains are just like the awkward piece in this, right? Like, I almost feel like they shouldn't even be in the match. You know, keep it to a key three. Um, yeah. But uh, I, I, I don't know. It's just I, I could see like New Day against any of the three. It's just, I don't know, it's just weird. The end zone cast and then the bullet club to be just like... Yeah, I don't know why. Because we've seen... We've seen New Day have their issues with the the VOD villains. We've Mm -hmm. seen them have their issues with... Enzo and Cass, but we've really never seen the club have issues with anyone other than New Day. Mm-hmm. So, like, them throwing the club in the mix, I kind of see the club as being the odd piece. Oh, I get what you're saying on that. Uh, oh, okay. I think from, like, more of, like, a powerhouse perspective, it's just because, like, the New Day, I mean, the WWE Universe loves them, and they're gonna, you know, they're always gonna come out pretty much um, cut their promos and you know they they pretty much have like that adoration of uh, the WWE universe but um, and then Enzo and Cass in that same sense you know what I mean so so they're good too because you got the club and people like them too but just you know as he, that heel love you know what I mean like yeah kind of the, that Seth Rollins style love it's just like you're a bad guy but we love you so much you know what I mean? <laughs> and it's just like what but so. Uh, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know how you do that up. You know what I mean? Just like, throw them in a match and let the crowd choose. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I think Enzo and Cass got them beat on the mic uh, in the ring. Um, Magic Killer's a heck of a tag team movement. So. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! It's it's definitely gonna be a good match. Um, I'm still I'm still waiting to see if uh, if our prediction's right for the. Bray Wyatt being the seventh man in the Money in the Bank. You guys dropped that the other night. We're all listening in on this on your chat board, but um, you guys have James online uh-huh, with you guys, right? Yeah. Ah, uh, oh, dude. If, I think you and I have discussed this at length, too. It's like, Bray... Um, <laughs> dude, I, I will, it'll always make me laugh with just uh, when Nick dropped it on you, because I know how much you cracked up on that one particular episode with uh, just... Uh, I was born in the darkness. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he come out, man. You know, um, what's his line with, with the buzzards and yeah, follow uh, the buzzards. <laughs> he just you come out like I'm the I'm the hero of war ones and this it just generate all this all this buzz and he just, you know start getting some momentum going and it's just like ah. it's just, he just can never get over, man. Like he just. 
every single time it seems like he's just uh, you know going to do everything right leading up to a pay per view and then just just like fell on the face. And, and I like, think when is he going to get his deep? Like when is he going to establish himself as um, just? I mean that that other exactly alternative heel. You know, you have Seth already. I mean, you had a trips. You know what I mean? But. You know, when are you going to have, like, that Taker style, you know, when Taker... Like that anti-hill. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, you're kind of like the Deadpool. You're, you're not a bad guy, you're not a good guy. Hey, you're, you're the guy? Oh, the just, hell no. Did you just, did you yeah. just come to Roman Reigns? Promo line right now? <laughs> As the words came out, I realized oh, what I was boy. saying. I, was, I, I instantly hated myself. <laughs> Nick just started levitating in his bed right now. He's about to call in. Right? He's like, I stopped listening to the show 45 minutes ago. <laughs> He's like, but. someone uttered the words. He he who must not be named. <laughs> Roman Reigns is like the Voldemort of the fucking WWE. It's like, oh my you, God. you must whisper his name in silence. <laughs> <laughs> I must, must not be mean. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think that if they do have him as the seventh person, if he does win the money in the bank, I think that would be the perfect opportunity to finally start getting him over. Because I agree. I agree with what you said. It does seem like every time it looks like a good-ass feud's going to start happening, it'll be like super hyped up, and then... The white family gets dropped. And like, like, if you're going to establish yourself, we saw that. We saw the passing of the torch when he fought Undertaker. So, um, start, start establishing that dominance. You have freaking three of the biggest fucking monsters in your corner. Um, no way freaking you guys should be getting punked out. You know what? And I think too with the legitimacy of a lot of their matches, like they're making it to like made it to a certain point where like he can't win a match without interference. Like, yeah, I, I think Nick's kind of addressed it. I don't know if it was with the White specifically, but um, I can't remember what he was, he was referring to. But just you know that, that that style of kind of building up a character and specifically like a heel stable where it's like yeah. you're that's not even gonna win. That's you know, how I was. That's what I was talking about with Charlotte. Charlotte and Ric Flair. He kind of, kind of took that legit legitimacy away from her by always interfering. So yeah, it would be the same concept. They need to give Bray that dominance because we've seen it when he's in a single competition. He can fucking throw down, man. Yeah, for sure. Fucking, um, he Dude, comes he back. That two, what is it that um, like a crossbody clothesline with, with the two hands across that? Oh yeah! I never failed, dude. It's just like to me, this is impactful as it is, and that's just like a setup move. It's not even a finisher. It's just yeah. Like, God, you seem to just like smack people down, dude. It's, it's kind of like uh, a reminiscent of like a Bradshaw clothesline from hell. It's just like as a regular move, just two yeah. crosses. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah! But I would definitely love to see him uh, become the money in the bank. Have him hold on to it for a while. Have him like. That would help build that morale because he could be like um, interfering in championship matches, making people think he's going to cash it in. Um, he can be that exactly what he says that face of fear because everyone's going to be wondering when the fuck 
Bray Wyatt's gonna cash that shit in. I think that has tons of opportunities and a lot of different outlets that that can get plugged into later on down the road. Oh, dude, I agree. I think if um, he doesn't even have to cash in, he can hold on to it for however long. Still, he got a year. Almost call for buzzer, beat yeah. the world, and as long as he has that money in the bank, I mean, people are still. they did that before but uh, me, and, me and Nick touched on this once already I think um, I think um, I think we were just talking about it off air um, but I think if they do this time next year with the brand split I think they need to keep it with one briefcase have Raw and Smackdown superstars in it and, um, but only have one so that way that adds that intensity uh, are you going to see someone from SmackDown cash it in on a Raw champion? Are you going to see someone from Raw cash it in on SmackDown? That adds it. And then um, they need to keep it where each superstar's on their respective show. No more, no more brand crossing. Only have like brand crossing for special events. So that way it doesn't feel like, oh, they're keeping it the same uh, thing. Every wrestler's on every show. I get you. No, for sure. Um, I can definitely see that. I mean, it, it might be even more of a strain. If you look at, I mean, all the guys that are in the match, you know, um, you know Del Rio, Zayn, um, Cesaro, Christian Eric, Dean Ambrose, like these guys, um, they can all make a state, you know, for the claim of being that money in the bank uh, winner and potentially taking that big jump up to the next level of... Um, trying to get the WWE Championship, but uh, I, I guess I'm going to say too, because it's like, it, it, I mean, you could have other people that are just like more or less tuning in. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it just wouldn't feel as strong as it feels right now. Like, all the guys that are in the match right now, yeah, they're, they're all the push away from me with that, you know, that caliber level, you know, championship level performer. Um, I've always kind of liked the money in the big challenges to just kind of like that intercontinental level. Yeah. Performer, you know what I mean? It's like these guys could all be. I want to say I always felt like the Intercontinental Champion or US Champion was always like one or the other was always like in the money in the bank. Like that was like that intermediate level 
um, you know, they're, they're like a cross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> away from, from being in like a main event for the show, but... Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, I mean, it, it's really nice to see, especially like Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn really getting that push, because, I mean, after, after WrestleMania, some of these guys are in the roster, they just, um, I performing really well, man. You know what I mean? Oh, hell yeah. Right. But, uh, Sports calling a winner, dude. I, I really don't know. <laughs> would it go? Who, who would you really call a favorite in that match? You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Especially with no one knowing who that mystery person is, um, that could be a huge turning point in the match as well. Like, uh, like I talked about it on our last episode. I'd like to see them keep it a mystery the whole time. If it is Bray Wyatt, not even to have him come out at the beginning. Have it like halfway through the match, the lights go out. Here comes Bray Wyatt. He can start cleaning the house. <laughs> uh, ah, man, dude, it's it's gonna be one. It's just hey, is the Miz even booked for a match? Um, I think the Intercontinental Title is gonna be up. Okay. Um, I'm not sure though. Cause I mean, he, he would make a lot of sense too, especially after the. Uh, Fatal story match he had. Oh, uh, yeah. The last one. Zane Owens and Cesaro. Yeah. I know you guys have touched on that already in one of the previous shows, but I just remember coming to work and, uh, and, and touching base with you about it, and I was like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> match was amazing. Solid, solid match. I mean, you gotta watch that Fatal Story match, too. Um, Owens, Zane, and uh, even the Miz in there. Yeah. And Cesaro. Yeah, that match was freaking amazing. Like, if you want to see what, like, good, technical, what a fatal four-way, what an intercontinental title match should be, that is definitely up there, man. Oh, dude, technical is definitely the word in that match. I mean, I remember how many times they were just like, I think there was one one part two where it was the Miz gets pushed into, like, the ropes, and who was it on the bottom, like, Zane is behind him, and... They were just kind of bumping into each other, and every time you thought they were going to hit a move and uh, reverse it, it was, it was just a lot going on in that match, but it was, yeah. it was definitely run of perfection for sure. I'm still opposed to the misery no person. I was too. Um, and they really haven't released too much more of the card. I know closer to the when uh, it's going to be, they'll give us the full card, but. Right now, I think the only thing they're releasing is the Roman Reigns, uh, Rollins, and then the um, the Money in the Bank. Well, help me out on this one, Sean. Like, where's Del Rio fit in all this, man? Like, uh, I know from Dean, from Chris, uh, Jericho had their um, asylum match, right? And yeah. Jericho's walking around with them. Probably like hundreds of little tack sized cars on his body. <laughs> and then you have, uh, I mean, that following match, you know, Owen, Wayne, Cesaro, um, and The Miz, and then you have Del Rio, just like, like, what is that? He just, he brings legitimacy to the match, like, where's this guy even been? <laughs> yeah, right? Um, he's still Sheamus in there, too. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, in those matches, they always have a filler, so I think Del Rio's just in there just uh, to give it a little spiciness. Oh, 
Oh man, I'm glad this is being recorded because you say that right now. And you're like, oh, he's just a filler. He's in there just to add a little bit of spiciness. And then there's a mininess of what all these other amazing competitors do. I'm weak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing my shit. I'm like, Sean, you see what you did? You're just gonna, you're gonna keep playing that clip. You, you completely jinxed it. <laughs> um, if I had to pick somebody out of it, I, I really think D should get it personally. Um, the other two guys have got major pushes on it, but just him as the, being that wild card and potentially winning money in the bank and him having it, and who knows when he's going to cash it in. And who knows long, how long the reigns, uh, you know, this reigns for all this feud's going to be. Yeah. And it's a throw the boy in there, man, in the mix and, and have yourself that little uh, shoot party. I'm knocking on wood, man. <laughs> I'd be so pissed if freaking Del Rio freaking pulls out. Oh my gosh, dude. Boy, where did he even fit? I'm telling you. Brand split. Brand split championship. <laughs> Continue on with the Rollins uh, race for another paper viewer, too. I'm like, right. Just give Del Rio to some other random. <laughs> I think, uh,. I think I'd be more in favor of watching like a, a marathon of Reigns matches than seeing Del Rio as uh, Mr. Money in the Bank again. Oh, God. You got a lot of, you got a lot of Del Rio hate, man. We're going to have to revisit, revisit that. Uh, was that? I can't remember what show it was. Your love for Paige? Oh, right. <laughs> I forget this guy. Right. He's uh, the one that I love. Dude, Solomon about killed me. He's like, uh, we know Paige isn't voting for Trump. You know, if she, if Trump wins, she's gonna have to build a wall around her <laughs> vagina. <laughs> but yeah, um, I was, uh, I was at the Robo Bank Arena here in Bakersfield the night, um, the night Del Rio made his debut. Oh, was that right? Yeah. And he shit talked the crowd, and I've hated him since. I don't know, man. This was a special for me with him. His music is tight. Yeah, I, I gotta admit, it is catchy, man. Um, I don't know. I, I, I really don't have a lot, a lot of uh, for him at all. But I'll just leave it at that. I hope he fucking loses money. <laughs> he's just walking out and gets like a pack or something. Uh, that'd be ideal. Just have him, have him off to the roadside where he just needs to be in the match. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, dude, I, I, I don't know. Hopefully, whoever they choose as a, as a last uh, contender is definitely bringing something to the table. Yeah, um, definitely. And, and hopefully it's, I mean, really, hopefully it's a break. I mean, uh, I, can't, I can't think of anybody else who they haven't announced. Um, Unless you know, it's not. Randy Orton, man. Because those are the only two that are set for a comeback that haven't came back yet. Yeah, that's true. And that would, honestly, now that I think about it, that would take everybody by surprise. Just imagine... Sure. Freaking last number number six just came out, gets in the ring, and all of a sudden, I hear voices in my head. <laughs> Dude, that that would be insane, man. Um, 
I think one thing we might be overlooking too is, I mean, with as big a match as, you know, Money in the Bank, and you're, you're looking at all the people that could potentially win it and, they, you know, go on and try to cash them in and win that championship. Um, you know, what other storylines are going to form out of this, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of elements where people cancel themselves out. Like, I can easily see, you know, Zane and Owen, you know, taking each other out completely again. Just hiding in the back of the, the ring or in the crowd or something. Uh, you still definitely have that uh, Dean Ambrose, Chris Jericho. Um, uh, he, man, I'm sure Jericho's not over thinking being thrown into a bunch of hats. You know what I'm saying? So, he definitely, uh, I, I don't know how, how that would play out necessarily with him canceling each other out, but um, I, I feel with, with um, established feuds, uh, that really opens the door for like Cesaro and potentially Alberto Del Rio or whoever the third person is. Unless they're planning on maybe bringing back Randy or Bray. Yeah. And there's a, they're in a position where they're potentially win it and then maybe it's just snatched away from them at the last minute and then from there jumps off a new feud for either of them. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can see something playing out like that too, but uh, I mean, there's just no way to call it and that's really, like, I think one of the best things about that style of match is that you really just don't know what you're gonna get from it, you know what I mean? I was honestly, when uh, me and Solomon started talking about it, I was waiting for the whole, who's the seventh person? Goldberg! Goldberg! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude, we talked about this too, imagine? You finally could lay the Jericho Goldberg de uh, debate to rest. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I think we had touched on that a little bit, where I was just like, you know what? Goldberg comes back. What would make sense for him in the first match? I mean, obviously can't just throw him in there right away with Brock unless you're playing like just need that one feud and then maybe it's, you know, buries it. Um, maybe that it trips, you know, again, similar situations. And you figure you guys to throw him in there like a, you know, some style, like some type of buffer match, but, um, I mean, the way his style of wrestling was, man, he just, he just bulldozed people, man. He just put him down, boom, spear, but that boom, was done. That was you know? heavyweight Goldberg. We're, we're talking about cruiserweight Goldberg now. Oh my god. <laughs> Nick, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> now, you know what? Uh, I do know, I think I was reading up on him the other day, and he, he did profess to be about 20 to 30 pounds lighter, so uh, <laughs> cruiser, cruiserweight maybe kind of a bit of a stretch, but <laughs> Yeah, definitely smaller than he was. Um, but I know, I mean, we, we, we started the whole uh, uh, cast off tonight, the simulcast off with uh, with, a, with Brock for show, right? I mean, these were yep. giants, like huge. And and Goldberg was one of those giants too. But I mean, without his traps, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of want to see him in the ring just more out of curiosity. Um, just to see how he looks. Like, I saw him on the, on the, on the I promo with the, the DLC, right? Yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing him job a uh, big show. Oh, again, of course, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I, I'm with you on that one, too. But I, the reason why I would, I would want to see that, I mean, even at, at this, you know, this late in his career, is to see if he would still be able to hit him with the jackhammer, man. Right. The show, this show isn't the same as the show he was... You know, carrying up the WCW man, the giant. Yeah. You know, uh, you know shows seven feet tall from side to side now, bro. He's six hundred pounds, man. When are they gonna update that? Come on, bro. Right. <laughs> you haven't been at five hundred pounds for ten years. Come on, bro. 
Come on. You gotta update that driver's license, bro. <laughs> Man. Fingers are the size of Coke heads. Come on. <laughs> but Hell yeah. yeah. That would be pretty sick. I know one of you in the chatting one time I threw out like, mm. I don't know, I, I feel like uh, those types of moments would, would, would kind of come into play, you know, the old school meeting the new school kind of deal, but um, the real talk, man, if you would ever throw them in there with Reigns, I think that'd be great. Have Reigns as a heel, over coming back, just and teach him how to do an actual spear. <laughs> right, You're right. The best spear was, uh, the AJ Spear, and we caught him off coming off the the top. Yeah, as much rope. as much as it upsets my stomach to to even say that, that was uh, that was pretty beautiful. Sean, it's not upsetting your stomach, bro. But you're you're cutting the guy's promo just a minute ago. You love oh, get the hell out. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're skits on it, man. We have to get it in here. You're, you're converting from Rollinism, bro. To, to, to <laughs> Reigns Anatomy or something. Reigns in them. Reigns in them. You're converting to the Roman Empire, bro. Hell no. Hell no. He hasn't recorded that myself. Well, he's just like, never to lose this footage. No, he, he's got the... He's like, he'll go all freaking Palpatine on it and like cut it up into a clip and shit, throw it in a promo. Dude, he needs to, man. I'll be done, man. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he's, he's not a guy. Sean, what are you doing, bro? Yeah, I was like, he's not a good guy. He's not yeah. a bad guy. And then, yeah, right when I said that, I was like, oh, hell no. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Roman Reigns is stolen. I can't ever use that no more. <laughs> I, yeah. God damn it. God, Sean. Messed up, bro. <laughs> Nick, if you make it this far into the podcast, or which is a sign of that, you need to cut it up and you need to have that always. <laughs> that was the equivalent of your top 10 tonight, bro. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the streak continues, Sean. <laughs> I'm going to reverse crisp and wall myself tonight. I'm going to smother myself with a pillow. <laughs> why? Why, Happy? Why? <laughs> You're not your true self tonight, man. Right. I was gonna something at you real quick, too, Sean. Um, so I know they have money in the bank. You know, it's for it's for the you know the big brands, Raw and SmackDown. But um, hey, I know you have more insight on NXT than I do, man. But have they ever done anything similar to that? Like as far as I know, there's ladder matches, but um, their events just aren't as big, right? So the stipulations wouldn't necessarily be like maybe not money in the bank, but like as far as having. Four or five contenders for, for like the NXT championship. Um, they've had like big number one contenders matches and stuff. Um, I know this past uh, Takeover was the first cage match. Um, I'm trying to think if they think they've did it like a triple threat. I don't know if they've ever done like a fatal four way or anything higher than that for the NXT title. I'd have to dig into it, but I don't think they've ever done anything like. Um, like a money in the bank type thing. Oh, okay. I'm just curious. I mean, they definitely have some stars now, too. Um, I mean, I feel like they have enough star power almost right now to be able to kind of conduct something on, I mean, on their own independent level. Oh, hell yeah, dude. They're going to put up, you know, put up on pay-per-view here in a week. 
Oh, definitely. Freaking Nakamura. Um, Joe. Joe. Eric. Bobby Roode making his official debut. Newly acquired Bobby Roode at the primal age of 16 years old. Guy's a little fart man, but he's gonna be bringing that to the table for these young cats. Hey, they're getting 90 year old Goldberg, so. <laughs> not, not too far off there. True that, true that. Find him as a prospect man for NXT. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, oh my god, he just, you talk about Nick levitating that again, he just, <laughs> Bad dreams are coming your way right now, man, it's a good First match, Austin Harry is like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, that great, starting a mentoring program, Nick, <laughs> NXT. <laughs> take, a, take, take your son to work day with Goldberg <laughs> maybe, maybe Ryback's career would have been a little bit better if they had done that sooner <laughs> <laughs> damn hey man I was still for him uh, you know trolling trolling the WWE universe and hit, hitting that jackhammer in that match and he just got like reprimanded for it right <laughs> just do it again <laughs> <laughs> There towards the end, he could have, man. He's just—he he, he should have, man. I mean, if he—I he, mean, the way he's—it's kind of gone out. It's like, not, nah. you know what I mean? I, I would have went out like a G. I would have been botching moves. I would have <laughs> pondered to the opposite to the crowd, <laughs> cutting other people's promos, telling everybody you're the guy, <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like, nah, I don't want to. It's like, feed me no more. <laughs> That'd be great, man. Just take a, take other people's promos and cut cut them up, right? <laughs> Just completely rip off Enzo and, and Cass, man. He's I just like, almost did it at work the other day, bro. <laughs> right? My name is Sean. <laughs> oh yeah, that that I was gonna get uh, that I was gonna get talked to for that, but I'm glad I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I do. It was like a straight pause. I was like, "Is he gonna do it?" Like, oh, I'm not gonna hold you accountable for that, bro. <laughs> so, <laughs> right on. Right. Uh, it is about that time that we're gonna cut it off here, man. Thank you again so much for coming on, B. Um, you're always welcome here in the motherfucking Ninja Lounge. Hell yeah. And, uh, no, right on, Sean. Uh, thanks for having me on. I feel like uh, you know I've been, been a supporter of your of you guys' simulcast here for a minute. You guys usually catch me there in the chatty, uh, but it was, it was definitely a pleasure uh, having me on tonight. You know, just being able to uh, cut it up with you. you know, we started off with that uh, uh, show Brock match, you know, and it just kind of spills into other things. But uh, definitely glad you gave me a platform to be able to kind of uh, share some ideas and speak my mind with you tonight. Happy for uh, sure. Hell yeah, man, and dude, that's like one of my favorite things to do, like, a lot of the nights, me and Nick will have a couple topics that will be like, okay, we're going to discuss this for sure, but then other than that, just I hop down a rabbit hole, obviously we hit really deep on the women's division, that's, we said it a couple times, that's something that definitely don't get talked about enough, so glad we can kind of hit a, 
hit into that there a little bit and then get into the whole money in the bank and all that shit. Yeah, dude, for sure. I mean, we're six days out, and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, you know, hear you guys' uh, take on it again, man. For sure. And uh, we'll definitely... We're planning on doing a Four Horsemen episode. You'll definitely got to be one of the one of those Four Horsemen on the next show. Absolutely, man. I look forward to it. Uh, you know, I know Nick poked his head in for a little bit. Uh, I can't get enough of that guy, though. So we'll we'll see when we can uh, tag team on you again, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, and I know he'll be listening in uh, probably in the morning. So freaking uh, to you, Mister Swallowman. <laughs> don't you dare be sour. <laughs> Uh, here from the big bad boo thanks for having me on tonight Sean for sure for sure man and until next time take care of each other and yourselves I'm the big Cali kid Sean B and this was WWE Talk the savage episode no your ass better call somebody Welcome to WWE Talk episode 19. I am one half of your host, the Big Cali Kid, Sean B. And as with me, as always, the Big Bad And if you didn't see in the title there, tonight is a special episode. It's the Four Horsemen Podcast. That's right, everybody. Number two. This is a Four Horsemen Part Two, and we've got two awesome guests with us tonight. One, Mr. Dean, don't call me Shane O'Mac, and a, a, a patron of our chat rooms quite regularly. One, Mr. B. Sad. These two awesome beans. This is actually the second Four Horsemen. Besides first, we've got these two here. Welcome to the Four Horsemen uh, Four Horsemen show with me and Sean in the Ninja Chat Lounge. We're hanging it all out here tonight, and Ford, we have some shit to talk about, and he has his hand raised. 
I had a question. Yes, <laughs> yes, Steve, you can speak uh, now. Do I get a raise through this? No, you don't get a raise. Get love. Get love. Better word. Better word. Good for you, man. Just, just know, if uh, out of the four horsemen, I'm the nature boy. Oh, we're doing that. Okay, we should do that. We should decide who oh. is. You just have to go first. I'll go last. We, we already know. I just said I, I break Flair. Yeah, but like that's a, that's a terrible one. I mean, this is usually act like that's the only horseman. Yeah, that's, that's the only horseman. I'm the you guys. I'm the Flair. There's three other ones. Rick Flair's the only one that matters. <laughs> oh, oh, don't be talking shit about Arn. That was my man. I just watched. Like Arn, I just watched Arn Anderson get his ass whooped by the Undertaker at WrestleMania 18. When he's trying to interfere in the Ric Flair match. You just, you just, you just, you just stepped on my nerves. <laughs> yeah, Arn guy's ass kick, but still, Arn was badass, man. I mean, shit. He was a great talker, great wrestler. He was Arn Anderson. He had the double A spine buster. He did a great DDT. He knocked you out with uh, blunt force trauma. That's what he did. We all know who, uh, we all know who Sab would be. He <laughs> would have to be Chris LeBlanc. Oh. <laughs> the only reason you're Chris LeBlanc. Oh, you know, which horseman are we talking about? The original four horsemen no. or WCW four? If it was the original four horsemen, he would have to be Larry Zabisco. I think Zabisco was part of the original four horsemen, right? Uh, or no! Luger? Luger? No, Luger wasn't a horseman. In... 89, maybe? There was Larry Zabisco, um, Ric Flair, Arn... Uh, I think Steve Mongo McMichaels was in it for a while. Fucking, mm. yeah. You could be Mongo. You could be Mongo. And Dean has to be Flying Brian. Like, there's nobody else who can be. He's Flying Brian. <laughs> But alright everybody, yeah, let's get this show rolling and because one of our husband has to be a vagina and leave early, um, you know, we are gonna try and cover a few things earlier. So we're gonna do the top ten earlier, we're gonna do our discussion of money in the bank. I know you guys heard me talk about money in the bank Tuesday night with James, our special temporary co host. Thanks a lot again, James, for tuning in. But we got three people here who wanna put their opinion on uh, money in the bank. So let's get to it, Sean. Since, yeah. you know, we got to do it. What, what's up with Money in the Bank? How do you feel about it? I was pleasantly um, surprised with Money in the Bank, man. I thought it was, I thought it was a solid pay per view, man. Freaking, there was some disappointing matches, in, uh, no doubt. But um, um, I thoroughly enjoyed the ending. We got us a new WWE World Heavyweight Champion. <laughs> Saw all three former members of the Shield champion in one night. What kind of madness is that? <clears throat> it was okay. Like the whole show was, was okay. There were like three good matches. That was it. Dude, I thought the John Cena AJ Styles was. Um, oh yes, the match of the night for sure. Um, that match. match that match was amazing, dude. Freaking. AJ Styles was one step ahead of Cena that whole entire match. Um, I was I was a little pissed off at how it ended, but um, the rest of the match was freaking 
like you just said, Batch of the Year candidate for sure. I yes. think when, if and when they announce the rematch, that the rematch will most definitely take the match of the year. Just because of that ending. Yeah. They have to announce some type of stipulation where the club can't get involved, and then both really get after it, and they throw in whatever stipulation you want. I, I don't care. One, one pinfall, whatever it is. But I'm, I'm fairly confident that AJ Styles is going to two, or maybe even three, will we'll probably take it for 2016. But uh, I think I'm in agreement with Sean on this one, with the exception of maybe that ending, um, Magic Killer, you know, uh, I, I was kind of calling the ending for, for a really, really, really good match, but uh, yeah, just my piece. really great fucking match. Dean, what do you think about Money in the Bank? Suck on that juice box. <laughs> oh, man, let me tell you about Money in the Bank. Um... It was, it was a show that was supposed to be the greatest Money in the Bank uh, pay-per-view. First of all, let me just go to Money in the Bank. Um, it's its own pay-per-view now. What a bunch of horse shit uh, I've ever heard in my life. Uh, Money, Bank, Money in the Bank first debuted at WrestleMania, and it was perfect. It was perfect. And, 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 and I think that's where it should have stayed, in my opinion. But, okay, so anyways, um, Money in the Bank was actually really good. Um, I, I am very disappointed and very upset about the whole John Cena AJ Styles match. It was a great match. We actually seen Cena wrestle, and okay, so Cena finally pulled out some good moves. He actually wrestled. It was good. Um, <clears throat> I think uh, AJ Styles did what AJ Styles does best, but um, Nick, <laughs> um. Creative went too far. That was a slap in the face to AJ's legacy. How do you how do you why, and, slap in the face to AJ's why, legacy? Because it was it was retarded because that was one of the greatest matches. It was a WrestleMania match. You know it, I know it, everybody knows it. And there was no reason no reason to have creative have the club come in and take Cena out. Cena had him beat. Cena had him beat. Big match John had him beat. And and AJ could have done it on his own. But he could have the creative had these two guys come in there, fuck up the whole match. And and it, it was a big disappointment to as, as a fan, as a seasoned, you know, wrestling fan. Um I, I didn't like that. I didn't like how the, the ending of that uh I, I agree with Sean. But as far as the match as a whole, the ending just ruined everything they put together. Everything they put together. I have a feeling that I know where this, and I know this is a very, very big throw in the left field here, but bear with me. I feel like they're going to do the Cena Cena heel turn. I have a feeling I, I know where this is going. And I think it's a good thing. Now, don't, I was pulling for Cena in that match. Cena did a great job. Like you said, he was a great wrestler. And I can see where you would say that this could be a slap to the face of AJ Styles' legacy to an extent. The match was great, and he's a heel. Heels don't win on their own. It's just a rule. I know, but even the best heels, like let's take Triple H, for example. Triple H could win and still cheat to win, but needed nobody. He's he true. do that. 
And AJ Styles, if AJ's going to be heel, which I think is a very bad part, again, uncreative, uh, to, to put AJ fucking heel, um, because AJ's hot. He was hot as soon as he entered the Royal Rumble. Um, Hell yeah, and, and it was. He had heat. You know, he had heat behind him, and, and I think that it would have been a good idea to let him run with. That's what WWE used to do. New guy comes in, he's hot. Storylines get creative, you know, and, and, and they would run with it. Now they kind of just hold back. It's like, no, 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 no. No, you're in the big time now. You're here. You, you, you wrestled all over the world. You have made a name for yourself, but it doesn't mean shit because now you're in WWE. And, and uh, I don't like that. But what I think is going to happen, honestly, let me just, and then I'll let everybody else talk. But I wanted to get this out. I don't know if anyone talked about it Tuesday, but I wanted to get you guys' reaction on it. I think that they're plan. There's the cough, guys. I think that they're planning to give Cena the heel turn. I feel like it's coming. And what they're going to do, I feel like they're going to do this. And maybe not this exactly, but this is something as a diehard wrestling fan, I would love to see. I say we go into Battleground. They fight again. But we're going to say instead of one-on-one, Cena has a partner. AJ has a partner from the club. They fight tag team to kind of even up the thing. You know, we even say he brings back somebody, you know, for, you know, a guest tag team appearance or something. They go one-on-one. Cena and his partner win after, like, a grueling 15-20 minute tag team match. It's a good match. Solid mid-card match. And they continue on. We go to SummerSlam. Now, Remember how the crowds have been the last two, two or three times they've gotten in the ring together. Even just getting in the ring together, the crowds have been insane. I mean, back and forth. Cena's got more people on his side than he has had in the last three years. And I think you guys can agree that this is, a, this is the first time he's been more over with the crowd than anything before. Even me, I was pulling for Cena in that match. Well, the reason he's more over is because Roman Reigns is, you know, kind of taking the heat off of him. Thank God, right? And it's made me look and see... It's made me see, hey, actually, Cena's a pretty good wrestler after all. See how bad you can be. more and more, you're starting to come around to the to the good side, Solomon. You finally, you finally opened your eyes to Cesaro. You're coming around to Cena. Before you know it, you'll be eating your bootios and clapping along saying New Day rocks. Never happened. Never happened. Hold on, let me finish real quick. What they're going to do is they're going to go through Battleground, that tag team match, or one-on-one, whichever, and then uh, they're going to go to SummerSlam. SummerSlam is going to be one-on-one, supposed to be the end of this feud between these two great wrestlers. To say Some say it's two of the greatest wrestlers in the history of... Of, of wrestling, at least the modern modern wrestling history decade, you know, whatever. They both come out. The crowd's electric. They, you know, you know, AJ Styles, let's go Cena. AJ's it's just back and forth. It's so split, you can't tell who really is the heel and who's the real face here. They get in the ring and they grapple around a little bit. You know, maybe Cena throws a punch or two, misses. AJ throws a punch or two, misses. And then they both get each other's face. I mean, you know, fucking in their face. You know, nose to nose, eye to eye. And then AJ lifts his right hand. And then he pokes Cena in the chest. And then Cena falls. Then Cena falls (laughs) to the mat. And covers him one, two, three. Okay, everything except for the, the, the finger poke of doom. I say somehow, someway, Cena does lay down. And, you know, AJ takes the match. And they both stand together, and John Cena joins the Bullet Club. 
Alright. John Cena joins the Bullet Club. Hold on, I'm not finished yet because this goes all the way to WrestleMania. Are you are you partying with Charlie over there in Florida, man? What? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So John Cena joins the Bullet Club. They stand together, him and AJ, as the two biggest heels in the company right now. And they just start destroying the locker room. Person by person, team by team. It doesn't matter. You can't stand against them. Eventually, Finn is called up. And he joins the Bullet Club. And this is before him and AJ start having problems about who's leading. We're just going to leave that out of the picture right now. You know, they are just destroying the locker room. A couple of guys show up for feuds. It kind of goes into a few pay-per-views, but it doesn't really go anywhere because Cena and AJ are unstoppable. And then about, we'll say, Payback. Payback comes up. I think Payback, oh no, Fastlane, sorry. Fastlane is the last um, pay-per-view before WrestleMania. We'll say John Cena went to the Royal Rumble. He didn't win it. And then he goes up against Dean. Um, at a payback for the for the title, we'll say Dean still has a title by this point, and he wins with the help of the Bullet Club, pulls off the victory. And then after it's over, when Dean's walked out, you know he's celebrating, and they're all in the ring, you know, Bullet Clubs, the coolest, you know, whatever chant they do. Then <laughs> the gong sounds. The coolest. <laughs> <laughs> the Thank you. I'm glad I'm not the only one that's sitting here dying. <laughs> well, the coolest. <laughs> the coolest, guys. Oh my god. Oh. Uh, people in the chatty. I'm dead serious. Coolest. <laughs> Hashtag coolest. Right. Hashtag I'm gonna put that in our hashtags. But now Undertaker comes out and he challenges Cena to a match at WrestleMania 33. One on one, he's like, "If I can't beat you, I'll retire, and it'll be for the WWE Championship." They go to WrestleMania. Who'd you just say? Undertaker versus Cena, WrestleMania 33. Cena goes in as a heel. It's what everybody wants. That is how you should book. The heel turn for John Cena. He can even go back face after WrestleMania, but everybody wants to see him as a heel up against The Undertaker at WrestleMania 33 for the title. How bad I'd be. And you can't tell me that my that my epic thinking of this, you know, even to the part where I said Bullet Club was coolest. Even to that part was not an epic booking. I should be I'm not saying I work for WWE Creative, but I will take my check in the mail. <laughs> Uh, Where's an alligator when you need one? Oh, <laughs> tell me what's wrong with that. Tell me what's Where's wrong. Where's Crispin Wall? Everything you need is him. wrong with that. Tell me, Sean. One please, thing. please, Sean, elaborate for him, dude. You said John Cena joins the Bullet Club. That would be so fucking bad. That's, everything after that was just like that's everything that went wrong right there. John Cena joins. Who was the coolest? <laughs> you want to know what the coolest thing? That anybody, <laughs> there's never been truer words spoken on WWE talk ever than when Dean said Money in the Bank should have stood at WrestleMania. I've said this to you, Sean. Uh, yep. I don't know if it was on the Savage Show or if we said it at work, but that's the, the one takeaway out of all this, Nick. And I'm sorry, but. <laughs> I'm st- I'm still burnt about that. Money in the Bank needs to just be on WrestleMania. John Cena's not joining the Bullet Club. Finn's not joining the Bullet Club. He is Demon. joining the Bullet Club. Oh, he is joining Finn, the Bullet Club. Finn was already part he of it. No, oh, he has no business joining them at all, unless it's the steal back the club and then AJ turns face. 
those two guys they're, they're too big they have no business being on the same that's side that's why it would work that is why it would work it hasn't been done in so long the last time we've seen a club like this a group like this I believe it was around WCW 1996 maybe Bash at the Beach that's the first time we've seen them that's the last time that we've had a great group in wrestling besides the Bullet Club the Bullet Club but, who, but who's paving the way for them exactly I mean you see Rick when we did the Evolution talk uh, I think Sean and I recently you know, you, you you had Rick handing it off to Trips. Trips is handing it down to you know Dave Batista, Randy Orton. But these guys are just paving their own way. If if they don't have like somebody from the previous um, you know generations or so, just to kind of hand off that torch, I really don't think it's going to go anywhere. I don't know. I, I have to I have to disagree. I'm sorry. It's I just I, I would agree with that. Yeah. I think that these guys are doing it correctly if they if they give Cena the heel turn and they put him into the Bullet Club, that would be the best thing for the WWE right now. But you can't yeah, if you said Cena was going in there to, to kinda you know, hand off the torch and then maybe something like that, but he could. He could even do that eventually. I don't know. He could even turn back into a face and feud with him. The possibilities uh, are endless. He's he's big match John. You can do anything. He can do anything. John Cena's the coolest. He is the coolest. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think I think if you don't have people there that are that are paving the way, like <laughs> Seth and you just yeah, it's it's not gonna go anywhere, in my opinion. If that if that would have been a much better uh I don't know, better matches, I think, for NXT, maybe, but... Big Big J in the chat said Chris Jericho will join the Bullet Club. Well, I don't, don't want to make the ratings go down, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so, you know, what did you, like, just real quick, because we're going to do the countdown uh, before Dean leaves, but if you guys want to elaborate any more on Money in the Bank, is there anything else you want to talk about on Money in the Bank-wise? How that Divas match was complete shit. Oh, that was terrible. That was absolutely I, terrible. Besides the heel turn, it was terrible. Yeah. No, not even the heel turn. Like, I'm glad they're finally giving Natalia a good push. I've said it a couple times. Um, but I don't think a heel turn was the right way for her to go. And I hate her even more because she attacked my girl Becky Lynch. But besides mm-hmm. that, the match wasn't the match wasn't really that good. The pace was kind of sluggish. Um I don't know if it's because Dana Brooke was in the match or what, but um, it just didn't seem like the Divas matches we've been seeing lately. Um, This past Monday night on Raw, we saw the return of the boss, Sasha Banks. That shit had me marking out, so hopefully they'll get back to this Divas revolution. I got some some shit to talk about Sasha Banks. Oh, I want her to sit on my face. Oh, Same yeah. Here, but still, but still. Dude, I is some... it... Can I guess it? Can I guess it? Can you tell me if you, I'm right? You probably can, but go ahead. Is it WWE banning the bank statement? Yes. Oh, That's... real quick, real quick, real quick. Before we forget, before we get, this day marks the nine-year anniversary of Chris Benoit's death. And I know we make a lot of jokes, and we'll probably make one in just about ten seconds. But I did want to say rest in peace to a great wrestler. I actually just finished creating him on my 16 today. Got him. Absolutely. And ladies, Absolutely. and ladies and gentlemen, with that being said, tonight is also the one time a year that Crispin Raw is allowed to return from the dead and smother those who have wronged him. So <laughs> Smother those who don't believe. So hide your pillows, keep them tight, keep your doors locked. Crispin Raw will come for you tonight. 
Oh my god. Hey, no, seriously, uh, go back to the Sasha Banks and the bank statement being yeah, banned. What's, so, what's up with this? Dude, they banned it it's because complete, it looks too much like the crossface. It's complete and other bullshit. It's what it is. I could see her camel toe in that mode. It was awesome. I loved it. What? Like, just, just saying. What's the reasoning behind it, though? Like, that's the uh, reasoning. It's because it. Re- I didn't read the article all the way. Exactly. What do you call I the yes lock? What was the yes lock? That was that's my, the crippler cross space. Yeah. The, the Dan- fucking- Half of Daniel Bryan's move set was Chris Benoit's move set. How could they ban the bait statement when Daniel Bryan the last three years have been freaking cross facing people? Yeah, you know that's that's pretty much that's. Oh yeah, Jason, who's Chris Benoit? Who's Chris Benoit? I don't know who it is. Mm-hmm. Chris Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit. 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 I used to call him Benoit for the longest time until I realized that, I, that was not the right way to pronounce his name. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's kind of like I used to also as a kid, I said Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> I shit you not, I did. Home my, mom, Are we? my mom used to oh, always call him Chris Benoit Balls. Nice. My in laws, just very recently, one of my in laws said Chris <laughs> 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 I, still, I still say fish fillet because damn it, it it's not right it, it should be pronounced fillet I'm sorry it's spelled fillet it should be pronounced fillet not fillet hey. say fuck France bam, <clears throat> oh. Gordon Ramsay so calls it past let me ask you where, where does Sasha Banks go from here where, where does she go where, where, to where the top moves that she, got? she goes to the uh, she goes to the top right Sasha where she Banks belongs is one of the greatest diva superstars we've got on the, the roster right now um, just because they take away this move away from her, it's not going to mean anything. She's going to have to come up with something else, but she can easily figure something else out. Give. She'd go for Indian Deathlock and work it, and she could work it because she has the charisma. Give Sasha, Sasha Banks is a great. Give Sasha what? Banks. Oh shit! I completely just forgot what, I was what move I said. Oh, give her the curb stomp. <laughs> I wish that'd be awesome. <laughs> no, they're just going to give her the pedigree. <laughs> when they take yeah, your move away, they replace it. Right. Like, when we you ban know, your move, we replace it with the pedigree. What they should do, really, what they should do is actually give her the frog splash. Dude, give her the five star frog splash. When she came out paying tribute to Eddie and shit, that was freaking badass. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And she did it. She actually she did a frog splash during the match, and it wasn't that bad. She could probably pull off the frog splash. What's Did you up? see Sasha getting up on the top of the ropes every what's up? week? What's up with Seth Rollins hitting the frog splash? Yeah, I seen that. That was pretty fucking cool, too, huh? Dino has left the building. Has he? he she's, he's disappeared. His penis microphone is still there. Oh, God. We've angered Benoit. They, he came and got oh, him. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, Benoit got him. <laughs> hide, your wife, hide your wives. Hide your kids. Hide your teeth. Chris Benoit's smothering everyone out here. That is terrible. (laughs) Oh, man. But Sasha Bank has nowhere to go but up. I think that she is going to be a long-lasting piece of of person, I guess. Kind of person here. Battleground at Battleground. Oh, DJ Hanyo. 
Give it, give it Charlotte versus Becky Lynch versus Natalia versus Sasha Banks in a fatal four-way for the Women's Championship. Sasha Banks walks out on top. Bada boom, realist diva in the room. How you doing? No, give it to Carmella. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a bad decision. No, um... Yeah, give it to Sasha Banks at Battleground. No, actually, don't give it to Sasha Banks at Battleground. Don't give it back. Just keep it on Charlotte. Keep it on Charlotte through Battleground, and then at SummerSlam on a, a good big size pay per view triple threat match. Becky Lynch or Fatal Four Way. Becky Lynch. Yeah, Charlotte Sasha Banks for the Women's Championship. I, I just got to dress up real quick. I got to give a big middle finger to Jay. Because um, did you really just say Becky Lynch is a man? Like, she probably really? is. Really? She kind of looks like a man. I can see it. Oh, man. fuck like all a, you. Like a small Irish man? Like a leprechaun? <laughs> okay. Okay, I see how this night's going to go. I see how this night's going to go. Oh, really? Sean, you're, you're really the only person who likes Seamus' little sister, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Dude, some more breaking news out of Money in the Bank after Money in the Bank happened. Apparently, there's trouble in paradise between oh, one, okay. Miss, one Miss Page and El Boito Del Rio. Just I guess. Hell yeah. That, like, God answered all my prayers at Money in the Bank. Roman Reigns lost the title. Freaking Paige and Del Rio are freaking splitting. It was it was a beautiful night. But apparently Paige was arrested after Money in the Bank um, due For to an beating up Alberto Del Rio. Yeah. So do you think do you think she's gonna get suspended or fired or something for this? No, because actually I was talking to Jay about this, and he thinks it's kayfabe. He thinks it's bullshit. Do? I think maybe. Because look how quick it broke after Adam Rose did what he did. Like, literally within five hours, they had his ass released. I think it's kayfabe. I think if this, if she was going to be suspended, she'd have been suspended already. I haven't heard of She was on fucking Raw. I haven't heard a word about her being suspended. She wasn't. This was, oh, yeah, she was on Raw this week. Yeah, she had a title shot. Yeah. Fuck. So unless they're just letting or giving her a mulligan, you know, or whatever, and not Jay, not Jerry the King Lawler, which would be horseshit. <laughs> yeah, um, it could. Then I, I think it's kayfabe. And speaking of suspensions, I know we're kind of bouncing around here. I want to get um, Dean's opinion on this. We are going to be Roman Empire free for about a month. <laughs> WWE has suspended Roman Reigns for thirty days. Yes. For violating wow. the wellness policy, I, you know I read that too, and I, I, you know here's here's my thing about it. Okay, the company wastes all this money into Roman Reigns to, to get him over, and now you know you know okay, I, I I was talking to Heavy D about this. You know the only reason why WWE is pushing this whole medical fucking ordeal is because of CM Punk. Yeah, CM Punk brought the light. And 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 down the medical team and, and WWE and I think uh, I think those guys do a great job with the talent and and Punk cried uh, because he doesn't know how to wrestle with injuries you know suck it up Buttercup that's all I got to say about that <laughs> Austin did it Owen did it I mean uh, Hart did it Michaels did it I, I, 
in some of the greats wrestled with injuries and, and still was able to perform. Um, so for them to ban Roman, you know, to suspend Roman for uh, a little bit is kind of stupid. But then, in a sense, it's kind of smart because we don't get to see Roman. And I see he, he's entitled to a rematch. For but is he? Title. But is he, though? Because ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah. Ooh, ooh, yeah, he makes a good point. But because it's been if, two titles changes since exactly, he was a champion. Exactly. If he, if they would have ended with Rollins beating Roman, yes, Roman Reigns would have had his title match. But since Ambrose cashed in, the only one who's entitled to a rematch was the champion at the time, that being Seth Rollins. Well, you can guarantee that there's going to be a triple threat match for that title. Oh, yeah. Oh, they already announced it for Battleground. But is that match going to happen now that Roman is suspended? Yeah, it's still going to happen. I was talking to James about this a little bit, and um, he said that when he was reading, this would exclude the triple threat match. But that was it. That would be it. He would show up for that, and that'd be it. Uh, see, what I heard is that WWE knew about him violating the wellness policy, and the only punishment that was going to be dealt out was he was going to drop the title to Rollins. Thank but, fucking God. But because it got leaked, WWE had to go ahead and make sure they kept face, and that's why they dished out the additional 30-day suspension. We can only hope he just doesn't come back. We can only hope he just disappears in the jungles of Africa or something and just never comes back. <laughs> I don't hate Roman so much. I hate <laughs> Roman. Roman has the potential to be a great WWE no, superstar, <laughs> and he's just shit all over him. He doesn't have that potential. Did you, you really? Did you potential? really just say that with a straight face, Dean? What, what's that? Did you really yeah, just say, say that you said that with the straight face? Roman, Roman is not. Indeed. Don't blame. Don't blame Roman. Don't blame WWE creative because they don't know how to book that guy for shit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's just. Hey, all, you don't have that. to be defensive to that at all. I mean, not when not when Roman's number one fan is here in the Four Horsemen chat with us tonight. One Mr. Sean A. Ballou oh, who was cutting no. his promos in hell the Savage no. Show not even two I weeks ago. Not even two weeks ago. He's not a bad guy, guy. He's not a good guy. He's oh, the guy. I did not Sean, say the guy. He's you have the so much guy. in common with Roman, it's not even funny. Oh, my God. Top tens. Top tens. You are the Roman Reigns of top tens, my friend. You're not a bad guy. You're not a good guy. You're the guy. I'm calling double R for now. Roman Reigns' new slogan is, they weren't good drugs. They weren't bad drugs. They were my drugs. I like how you're trying to deflect. It's cool. You're good, double R. You're good. Get the hell out of here. Oh, my God. Speaking of countdowns. Oh, it's time. Is it oh, is it time? Yeah. It is time for the WWE. But, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you start this countdown, I'm pulling a creative control. I am pulling mystery swerve. I'm pulling a creative control. This is this count top ten greatest intercontinental champions, excluding Chris Jericho. Oh. Hell no! Hell no! What? You can't, you can't do that. You can't. 
you can't say that. It's anybody who's ever been an Intercontinental Champion. All right, I tried. I tried, Jay. I tried. It was a conspiracy, but yeah. Well, um, I do want to send out a warning to all women and children within a five-mile radius. Uh, Sean will pick a Bobo number one. If you would please try to find a desk to hide under or uh, a closet to maybe lock yourself in for the safe for the safety of your own. So I'm just throwing out evacuation notices, and you know, is everybody here buckled down good? Like, so when it happens, we can all take it. Well, well, get the hell out of here. My number one. It's. I say this every week, but this week is my redemption week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking sure it is, Sean. Today, 800 people were killed in Bakersfield, California, as Sean Ballou picked his number one pick for top 10 greatest <laughs> Intercontinental Champions of all time. We mourn the loss, and we're setting up a tribute to them in their honor. Here are the list of names. Anyways. <laughs> We're gonna start at number 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. With a with a great intercontinental champion. He just barely made the list, but he was a great intercontinental champion while he had the title. One Mr. Triple H. Very good. That's a solid number ten, man. I can't I can't say anything about that. Anybody anybody else have anything to say on yeah, that? Yeah, sure. Throw your opinions in, guys. You're here. Uh, so, I don't have hey. Go ahead, Dean. Sorry. Oh, no. I, I really don't. As far as the Intercontinental Champion, uh, the top 10, uh, starting with 10, uh, Triple H, mm-hmm. I, would, I would go with, uh, um, and, and I know I'll probably get slapped for this, but it's okay. I've been a wrestling fan for since uh, I could hold my own penis. Um, it's, uh, I'd probably have to start out with Lucky Dog Man being number 10. Done. He's going to quit the show right now. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, that, that actually, that was the guy who was going to be number 10. It was Triple H or Honky Tonk Man. And I really enjoyed Honky Tonk Man as a wrestler, but I always thought that as an Intercontinental Champion, Triple H held himself better than Honky Tonk. That's the only reason why he wasn't number 10. Because I feel like Trips was a, he was just a better heel, in my opinion. A classic guy, Honky Tonk classic wrestler, one of the greatest. But Trips was just well, that's why Triple H could be nine. You know what I mean? Like he can move up. Well, Sean wouldn't have picked Triple H. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't Sean have picked, wouldn't have picked Triple no. H. Triple H wasn't even a thought on this. That's uh, what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Wow, wow, Sean. That's what you're saying. <laughs> you, you've learned nothing. Triple H. Hey, Triple H could have saved you so many times on all those bunk ten, top tens too. It's like, <laughs> yeah, well, that's a pretty good pick. Like trips. Yeah. But nah. No love for the trips, man. Exactly. All right, let's get to number nine now. What do you got for number nine, boys? My number nine is Big Ricky. money, big money. No whammy, no whammy. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Ooh, solid pick. I'm surprised already. Should have been closer <laughs> up top. He should have been closer Ooh. to the top, but still a good pick. Yeah, he had some amazing matches uh, for the Intercontinental title, so he definitely had to make my list. Yeah, great, great choice. Dean and, you know, be sad. What do you guys think? Solid. Uh, I have no complaints, son. Nick, you might be the heel in this one, bro. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would agree. I would crossing agree. our fingers for you, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to go heel for 18 episodes, and I still can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do we got for number eight? 
Um, I don't know. I didn't do the rest of the list. <laughs> Fucking idiot. No. Um, <laughs> number eight. I I liked him. He wasn't a multiple time Intercontinental Champion, but his his character. And just how much he got over with the crowd is why he wasn't number ten as the Intercontinental Champion. Rob Van Dam. Nice. Oh, yeah, nice. Like, very no, nice. No complaints here. Um, Rob Van Dam, dude. Yeah, he had some Monday night. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed watching him defend the, that title multiple, multiple times. Man, he was good at it. Very solid number eight. Yeah. Um. All right. So now it is time. Number seven, seven, seven. Number seven is also a multiple-time champion. Um, he was gonna be my number nine, but like I'm a huge fan of this guy, so he had a he had to at least fall at my number seven. That being the rated R superstar Edge. Um, I don't. Okay. Well, I'm glad you didn't. No. <laughs> Dude, Edge had some badass matches for the Intercontinental Championship, so but like, um, like in hindsight, uh, I don't remember Edge being Intercontinental Champion. I'm kind of that's that's my thing. And number, even if he did win it, he wasn't he wasn't that impressionable as an Intercontinental Champion, in my opinion. That's that's just me though. Well, I'm also a huge Edge fan. I've been following him since the freaking Brood days, so and uh, that's why he had. We also know you're a huge Starship Pain fan, Sean. But that doesn't make it a good pick. Pain? <laughs> uh, number two, I have to go with John Morrison. Oh. Okay, Dean, you can leave. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! Johnny Mundo. No. No. Yeah, John Morrison <laughs> was, an, was an amazing athlete. I think he was way underrated. And he was Thank a great you. Intercontinental Champion. Thank you, Dean. Number seven. Yes. Oh, I swear yes. to God, Sean, if you pick John Morrison at number one, oh, <laughs> I will destroy you. Oh, <laughs> let's continue. I, I ain't trying to break the internet two weeks in a row, man. All right, all right, all right. Number six, six person only. They may have won it twice, but I think they only won it once, and they get it because of how historic. This moment was number six goes to China. Yeah, yes. I was waiting for you to say it. Oh, yeah. I was right when you were saying it. I was like, "This was about to pick China," which is Fuck good because yeah, I, I knew you were gonna put her on the, your list. That's why I didn't throw her on mine, yeah. dude. The only female intercontinental champion. That is a fucking solid number six, man. Oh, my number four is badass. Hell yeah! So, you know. Do you have anything to say about China being on the list? Nah. I wouldn't put her on the list. I wouldn't put her on the list, though. Okay, hold, hold the fuck up. Hold. Turn your head back to the camera. We're not done here. What the fuck you mean you wouldn't put the only women's intercontinental champion on the fuck? Are you high? Um, not as high as you was with that Bullet Club story that you told oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, wrong play? Let's do this. Come on, me but, and you. Um, I ask your face. How many times did China defend that title? Like, twice? Three twice. times? Yeah. So what? Oh she was the first women's intercontinental champion. That doesn't mean shit. That does mean shit. That should mean shit. 
You're also. I, I have to remember though. You're like the Democrat of wrestling fans. You're a Roman Reigns. Fan. <laughs> you probably voted for Obama. I'm no, I don't vote. I don't vote. It's <laughs> way up there. No, no. But still, you're a Roman Reigns fan, so I have to expect this kind of stuff from you. It's okay. We have. Oh, okay. We have to hold your hand. Like, do you need a crayon to eat or something? Like, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, that's. What, I was wondering how many paint chips you ate with the Bullet Club story there. <laughs> <laughs> It was straight WCWNWO bullshit that you was trying to relive the glory days. And that shit wasn't happening, man. You have to go back to that. <laughs> yeah, I do have to go back to that because, uh, okay, China being an intercontinental champion, it's really cool that she was the first woman to ever do that. But we're, I, I'm, I'm looking for, um, no offense, I'm not sexist, but I'm looking for guys in this part of the top ten for intercontinental champions. She she didn't she won it, she lost it, that was it. She made history. Nothing I mean she didn't she didn't make the Intercontinental Championship. Like for example, I'm just gonna use the United States Championship. Okay. Um, John Cena gave a little bit more value to the United States Championship when he defended it every night, when he let you know, he gave value to the belt. Who gave value to the Intercontinental Belt? Hopefully, some of our top five people. Because yeah, that's what I'm. You know, China like, gave value to the Intercontinental Championship. Hold on, tits in a vagina. <laughs> China gave value to the Intercontinental Championship. She was the very first female to ever win it. How much more value does it need? Hit it to Take your shirt off because my boobs were hot. <laughs> now, because you're getting them it, so bad, man. You got him. You got him. I don't understand how you can sit there and say China doesn't deserve. To be on the Intercontinental Championship list. Nick, I don't you know. Nick's about to do a hill turn and join the Bullet Club with Cena. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the coolest. <laughs> it is the coolest. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we got we to gotta move on to the next part. It's 941 and he's got to leave in like 20 minutes. So, Alright, Sean, it was your pick next, right? Number five. This guy had to make the list. I know I'm probably about to get some heat for this, but he is the only, the the guy to hold this title the most times. This guy held the Intercontinental Championship nine times. That is one, Mister Y2J, Chris Jericho. Done. Done. Why would you put him on the list? I just said nine times he's held that championship well, more than more than anybody else, man. How can you not say that Chris Jericho didn't bring value to the Intercontinental Championship, man? Again, more value than Triple H. Hell yeah, he did. Okay, maybe he did, but still, I just hate I just hate Jericho. I just hate. Him. That's why. That's why he wasn't farther up on my list. Uh, I figured number five is a safe spot for Jericho. Um, he had to like. If he had been number one, out of rage, out of rage, <laughs> out of rage, worse than last week, he probably would have killed a wrestler this week instead of just putting one in prison. <laughs> <sighs> Guys, I guess y'all both good on now. On, um, on on who the number one pick is because if I would have to go with. Um, you're actually breaking up kind of You're breaking up there, Dean. Oh, uh, he said... Uh, he said he would have picked Razor Ramon for his number five. 
That been solid pick. Um, oh, I would have thought he would have been on you. Uh, <laughs> that's kind of. <laughs> I'm at number four. Sorry, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> number four is actually a tie, so it's kind of okay. So y'all, are y'all ready for me to announce number four? We're done talking about Jericho. Well, yeah, Jericho was a solid pick. I mean, you think of intercontinental level champions, or it's, I mean, Chris always comes to mind. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Low level guys. Yeah, Doink the Clown, Chris Jericho. Pretty much the same people. Oh, oh my God. God. What the hell ever? Listen to this guy. Did you even watch this one? <laughs> oh, For real. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Fuck off. All right. I'm not the Roman Reigns fan over there, okay? Nick's- I didn't say it was a Roman Reigns fan. I think people just don't give him enough credit. I mean, he's, he has That's the potential. Because he's a, he's a disgusting excuse for a human being. That's what he is. Don't tell me anything about the disgusting. Have you seen the way Kevin Owens looks? Oh, what the? Oh, oh my! Oh, 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 hold the fuck! You said disgusting. I'm gonna go oh, by looks. Oh, on that. All right, Kevin Owens is a great wrestler. He looks he good, and he talks. No. What, what? Tell me what's oh, wrong. Is it because he's fat? Is it because he's fat? <laughs> Back me. Back me. Go ahead, B. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Call him fat now, douchebag. No, I was just thinking of the back, back knee. Back knee? <laughs> That's terrible. Speaking of back knee, actually, he's definitely got triceps. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we got a little bit of hate We got hate over here. We got some hate You got some hate <laughs> All right, oh, so speaking of back knee. <laughs> what? Ch- I like him. I think he's a great wrestler, man. I really do. Um, but you know, but, you, you said, but, you know, he's talking about looks. Well, he's not really the best looking wrestler. In that Better than Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns looks like a wet cat with a beard. <laughs> you know, he's like a wet trying to get through a cat door. There we go. Right there. Perfect. No. Um, speaking of back, this guy had it really bad. At least he's one half the time. Number four. Are you doing this, shush? Well, then I'm live right now. <laughs> Anyways, no, um, this guy ties it with Razor Ramon, who I, I had to have on the list, but I couldn't let this other guy off the list either because he was really good Intercontinental Champion. Um, number four is Eddie Guerrero and Razor Ramon. Nice. Because Eddie, God, I don't even have to explain to you his Intercontinental Championship runs. All I have to do is tell you to check out him defending the title. I think it was defending the title. Yeah. Defending the title against Rob Van Dam on a Monday Night Raw. It was a ladder match. And you want to talk about one of the greatest Intercontinental Intercontinental Championship matches I've ever seen? It was just badass. Eddie Guerrero more being one of the greatest wrestlers to have ever put on a pair of boots. Definitely deserved a spot. And so did Razor. And now you see my conflict. But I, I, I couldn't leave one of them off. They had to be tied. Razor among... Eddie Guerrero tied for number four. Nice. Eddie's always going to get love for me, man. Uh, I like your picks a lot, and I was hoping Razor would have been pretty high up this list because of um, everything he did with it before the uh, ladder match. Well, the only reason he didn't get the only reason he didn't get uh, Razor didn't get number two is because I got somebody very special for number two. Okay. Uh, very special. <laughs> so number three. 
is one Mr. Daniel Bryan. <laughs> He's like, ah, shit. Typical Sean pick. Dude, Daniel Bryan was badass, man. Freaking, he held the Intercontinental Championship a couple times. Uh, freaking, I thought in the last, like, um, 10 years, the Intercontinental Championship has kind of not been what it should be as, like, prestige-wise. I think when Daniel Bryan had his title run, he was someone who brought a little bit of that prestige back to it. So, I had to show, uh, I had to show my boy Daniel, Daniel Bryan some love, and that's why he is my number three. But did he bring any value to the Intercontinental Yeah, he did. did. Yeah, he did. But did he bring any value? What did he bring? What value did he bring? Out of all the people, of all the people in that time frame, when he was the Intercontinental Champion the first time, Daniel Bryan definitely brought freaking a lot more value to it when you got guys like freaking Zack Ryder holding it or freaking Ryback. Freaking Bad News Barrett. Freaking, come on, man. Bad News Barrett, better Intercontinental Champion than Daniel Hey, but, but, over over the guys uh, that we've already named? I don't know about that one. I was giving it to the fact that, in, like, as a modern wrestler, like, I've named a bunch of the old school cats. Like, and just looking at it in, the, like, the last 10-year frame, Daniel Bryan has been one of the best Intercontinental Champions we've had. I don't think so. Of this era. Of this era, era, definitely. I I still don't think so. You think Biggie Langston or freaking Dolph Ziggler, freaking Bad News Barrett is a better pick than Daniel Bryan? No. Dolph, yes. Dolph Ziggler, what has he done, man, besides get jobbed on? Dolph has been jobbed on, but before that, dude, he he was doing great. He was... Doing main event time matches with Cena, with Miz, even though I hate the Miz. He was doing some great stuff. Now he's getting jobbed on. The fact is, Dolph wouldn't be, he isn't on the list because he hasn't been around long enough to be considered one of the greatest Intercontinental Champions. But would he? Would I Would I consider him better than Daniel Bryan as far as Intercontinental Championship-wise? Yes. Not, not completely as a better wrestler. I think Daniel would beat him in a match one-on-one. But as the Intercontinental Champion, he's, I think he's held it maybe one more time more, or at least the same amount, and I think Dolph was, was better at it. He looks better with the Intercontinental Champion. He just has this look about him. Daniel was too good for the Intercontinental Championship. They really should never put it on him. <laughs> I'm sorry. Bro, Nikki, are you serious right now? We we're, just, we're, compa- we're comparing Nikki from the Spirit Squad with Daniel Bryan. Did he I was criticizing Sean for picking him as high as he did. But God, dude, Dolph Ziggler... I like sorry, Dolph. You're two letters away from being Dolphin Ziggler. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Dolph has the show potential. Show off? <laughs> like, like Roman Reigns, Dolph has potential. Bro, he had potential when he had Vicky with him. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Dolph is an amazing athlete. Let's not, you know, uh, Nick is right there. Uh, he, he's an amazing athlete. He I just agree. has no. I agree. Um, no, no uh, uh, what the hell just happened here? I don't know. Spirit Squad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um, nah, uh, Dolph is, uh, you know, he's an amazing athlete, and I, I think he's got a lot of charisma and stuff like that. But again, he falls victim to WWE creative. Uh, I think Dolph could have went somewhere. His mic skills kind of suck, though. 
He's, yeah. he's still got charisma, but his mics and Dolphs, he had nowhere near the charisma that Daniel Bryan did. They should have put him with Heyman. They really should have put Dolph with Heyman. Ooh. Super heel Dolph with Heyman would have been pretty fucking good. Make him a Heyman guy. That's if it, if you're ever if you're ever doubting yourself or being doubted, go to Heyman. He'll fix it. Heyman's like a <laughs> god. So you're saying Nikki from the Spirit Squad with Heyman? Uh, Spirit Squad reunion? That's what that's what you're saying here, Solomon? No. <laughs> oh, all right. Let's get to number two. All right, we got we got nine minutes before uh, Dino has to say peace out. Number two, um, which say hey, that's where we're at, right? Number two. Yeah. Yeah, we're at number two. Number two has to go to the very first Intercontinental Champion ever. If any of you can guess this. I'll give you nothing, but I just want to see if anybody can guess. Who was the very first, besides you, Sean, or anybody out there in the chat room, who was the very first Intercontinental Champion? You I got know. 10 seconds on the clock. P-squared, P-squared. <laughs> and nobody, nobody cares. All right, Pat Patterson. It was double P. Oh, you said it. Yeah, P-squared. Okay, okay, P-squared. I get it now. That was. Oh, yeah. He went all like gangster Samoan lumberjack, but Mr. Yeah. Pat Patterson. Pat Patterson. I think he deserves a spot on the list because if you want to talk about bringing value to the Continental Championship, he was the first. You know, there have to be a first. I would agree to that. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. He started it all. Thank you, Mr. Pat Patterson. If you're not dead yet, which you probably should be, Vince might be keeping him alive with some kind of mystical powers. I know he does that kind of stuff. <laughs> Um, yeah, he's got him cryogenically. Yeah, thank you, Pat. He's got him cry- cryogenically frozen next to Walt Disney. Yeah, and Roman Reigns' career. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god! And Sean B's number one pick. Yeah, nice. Let's- here we go. Here we go. It's time for it, guys. Somebody put a drum roll on. The number one pick is going to be the coolest. So my number one pick, this guy only held the Intercontinental Championship once. I'm really but, close. But it was the best Intercontinental Championship run of all motherfucking time. And that is Mr. Drew McIntyre. Oh fuck. I'm, you. I'm just I'm fucking with you guys. I'm fucking with you hey, guys. Wait a minute, wait a minute. That is not Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, go, go, go ahead and continue. <laughs> I'm just, I'm about fu- <laughs> I have a straight fucking mark. <laughs> I felt it coming, like I, like, like I felt like, um, one of them. My fucking, mic was halfway down the toilet, so <laughs> I felt the ballistic missiles like locking in on my location. But my real number one pick is this guy was the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion of all time. 454 days again I I can't say I was a big fan of him but due to the fact that he did hold it the longest um, he um, he did his thing man that was the honky-tonk man I I can't I can't say I'm against it you know we had this discussion at number 10 I mean you know I I can see why you chose him <laughs> Nobody said Kurt Henning. Nowhere in here was Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels. That's because they all suck. Um, did you really? Did you really say? What? Did you say Bret? Did you say Bret? Shawn Michaels. Bret, I quit oh. Hart. 
I was actually kidding. He's he's being serious, so attack him, not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were, jo- we were joking on Wade a minute ago, but I mean, Wade held it for a year. Or it was like 390 days. Um, Sean, 406, him and Kurt were tied. So they were right there. Okay, but legitimately, good. legitimately, Kurt Hitting was bland as fuck. He always was. Yeah, that's true. Legitimately, true. he was true. bland but, as fuck. But Michaels? Not, not to break the no, tension at all? I like Michaels. Michaels I, was a strong pick for my number seven, Like, but I, like I said, I had to pull edge on that one just because I'm... Um, you have to I'm, remember, man, we've only got ten spots. And how... You know how... And I, we really legitimately, we each only have five spots to fill. You know how hard it is to pick out of all the vast, great Intercontinental Champions and pick your all-time opinionated favorites who you think are the best? I mean... What do you mean? Did you say opinionated? Opinionated. This isn't based on... No, no. We got facts behind this shit. (laughs) We seem like... We seem like we're on the same... (laughs) You you said the Honky Talk Man 454 days. I did quick quick little pro wrestling thing i have a don morocco at 541 days oh! and a pedro morales at uh ray mysterio's crying somewhere 619 619 days as ic champion I'm was not really it sure where you got that was from, it but the hungry talk man was number three was it before they switched it from the intercontinental they changed the name of the intercontinental hey, championship did before. you stipulate that before you announced your number one pick <laughs> You're getting schooled right now. Because hey, I mean, hey, I, I'm hey, not the one with the number I one. I said the Sean. Intercontinental. This, this still, it wasn't called the Intercontinental before that. You, bro. It was a. It wasn't called the Intercontinental before that. So when those two clowns held it, it wasn't the Intercontinental Championship. Clowns? Did you call Don Morocco a clown? I did oh. call him. I did call him a clown. Dude, you had some sort of redemption there, and you're about to get like hell because you just called Don Morocco a clown. Sean is Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> you just Roman called- Reigns promo. Now this, God, Sean. And to answer your question in the chatty Nate, this was the top ten Intercontinental Champions of all time. Honky Talk Man was a solid pick, bro. But to not acknowledge the other two who had the longer reigns, it's because <laughs> their reigns weren't under the Intercontinental Championship umbrella. You needed to say that beforehand. I can't believe you called Don Morocco a clown. It was I, ju- I was just saying it as a, as an analogy, like these clowns over here. Freaking. You called Don Morocco a clown. I'll call you a clown. I'll, I'll I call, call you a mom. clown. I am a clown. So shut the fuck up, Doink. <laughs> so, so basically, Sean Pedro Morales, six hundred and nineteen days, and Don Morocco. 541 days are sloppy jalopies, according to Sean Ballou. <laughs> <laughs> sloppy jalopies. Hell yeah. So, so Dino, you know, we've heard from, from B, you know what we think about the Intercontinental Championship number one pick and all that. And I know you're fixing to have to go, but before you go, I would like to hear who you would have chosen for your number one or another number, a couple of them, you know, either or. Mm. It, you know, it, it's really tough uh, with the Intercontinental Championship because it's you know, back in the day, it used to be the one belt before the heavyweight title. You know, I'm not going to say people like Ultimate Warrior or anything like that. Um, I'm not going to say uh, the Miz. Jesus Christ, not the Miz. Um, Santino Barone. 
my number one pick, and and I'm and I'm sorry to say this, and I know I know Nick, you're not going to agree with me, but it has to be Chris Jericho, just for the simple fact that he won it nine times. He's he's amazing, no. No. He, dude. He's a great no. in ring competitor. No. <laughs> Thank you, no. Dean. No, well, I mean, no. I mean, if you're going on title reigns, you um, could have said I, I, w- I would have to see. What, what could I say? You could have said anybody. You could have said the Warrior. You could have said, <laughs> like he said, the Honky Tonk. You could have said anybody, but you have got to say Chris fucking Jericho. He could have said anybody. I mean, I could have said Chris Benoit too. Yeah, San- you should have said Chris Benoit. Santino Morella. Santino Morella, any of those guys besides Chris, I'm a terrible wrestler. I'm very bland and I can't talk. Jared, oh, get the hell out of here with that. That's you a, know what? Yeah. No, he makes a really good point though. I mean, Chris is. I mean, that that can go to ten. The only or reason 11. that Wall isn't active is because he's fucking dead. I can't believe you show this much this much hate to, to one of your beloved ex WCW uh, brothers there, man. Look, he sucked in WCW. They knew he sucked. That's why he never got a main event push. No, he, he was didn't. little. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what? I think <laughs> Je- Nick Solomon has never had the the gift of Jericho bestowed upon it. Nick, you need to drink oh, it in, God, brother. Nick. I got drink, you can drink in. Drink it in, brother. <laughs> Senor Swallow Mundo over here. Dude, that shit. Uh, look, like Jericho beside- got a tiny push in in WCW. He sucked in WCW. All right? I watched a few of his matches. He was just as shitty there as he is here. Yeah, he can flip off the second rope. Woo woo. Yeah, he can do the, the, the lion tamer and the fucking uh, the walls and all that. Woo woo. The walls. The walls but, of Jericho is just an elevated Boston Crab. Lance Storm with a single Boston Crab looked cooler than he did. But, Fact no. is, but can Chris Jericho... Whatever. You, you cannot sit there and tell me. You want to talk about an athlete? You want to talk about... So, can, if I could be serious for just a moment. Lance Storm? Lance Storm was better than Chris Jericho. <laughs> oh, Get God. the hell out of here, First dude. First the Boy Club thing, we, which oh, we tolerated, Nick. And now this? Nick, you're, you're getting your wish, man. <laughs> You're becoming you're getting your heel push, bro. You're getting it right Honky now. Honky Tonk Man showed was not a bad pick. Yeah, you're definitely you getting your heel push. Yeah, I was waiting for it. He said Lance Storm. I'm done. Really? He really said Lance Storm. Then I was waiting for him to say Steve Blackman. That's what I was waiting for him to say. <laughs> I'm waiting for him to say, and his partner, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christian. Now, Christian was pretty fucking awesome, too. Very underutilized. No, that, that was a joke. That, that was a legitimate joke. Yeah, Christian sucked. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. No. So, so go on about this, uh, the super athleticism of Lance Storm. Dude, did, you, did you watch the same? Did we see the same matches? Lance Storm's oh. the coolest. If anything, all he did was make Shawn Michaels' finisher well, less potent because it's like, well, that Lance Storm character, he's hitting the super kick too. It's not the same move. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Sean hit the super kick better. Alright. Is that as far as concerned? Sean did the super kick way better than Lance did. But Or the best. Name one other person who hit the super kick better than Shawn Michaels. Now? Are we talking about right now? No one. (laughs) Any era. Any era. There's only like... No one. 
The Young Bucks do it pretty fucking good, man. They do the super oh. kicks pretty damn good. The, he's about to say the Usos watch. Oh, fuck oh. no. No, 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 no. No, I hate the Usos. I can't stand <laughs> those guys. My whole thing, man, you guys get me on the show, it's like, you know, we gotta we got pay respect to the people that came before us. There's obviously had to be some some type of a torch passing uh, legacy there. You got guys just busting moves out of the... Uh, just because. I know, Sean, I brought this up to you the other day. There was a little stint there after Brock had left where they had Matt Morgan win the F5. It's like, dude, you did you have done nothing to deserve that finisher. And I honestly kind of feel a little bit in the same way with Seth Rollins doing the pedigree. I said it. I don't think he deserves the pedigree. I agree with you. Hold on, you. hold on. Jay, Jay, Thank how... You. How are what? Who are you disowning? Jay is in the chat room, just like he's upset. He is legitimately disappointed in someone. I don't know if it's me. I don't know if it's you guys, dude. Will, William Regal a- was better than freaking Lance Storm. Oh fuck off! Fuck off! Lance Storm was ten times better than William Regal. Johnny they Nitro is better than freaking Lance Storm. Who? Johnny Nitro. Oh, no, shut the fuck up. Why are you disappointed in me, Jay? Johnny Swallowmundo. <laughs> no, so Johnny Nitro, Jomo, the the owner of the greatest finisher of all time, let me remind you, is terrible. He is Don't terrible. don't don't try to back pedal this onto me. You're the one over here talking about Lance Storm. Because Lance Storm is bad at ass. <laughs> Dude! Even no. his even his terrible talking was better than Chris Jericho. Oh my god. Dude, everything in Chris Jericho's town for just a moment. Steph McMahon calling her a filthy bottom feeding. <laughs> like yeah, it always set me off, man. Hell At the yeah. very least, give him his props for putting Stephanie McMahon say, in her place. I, I will say that he can talk. Drink it in, he, man. He can talk. <laughs> but we're making progress. But <laughs> the fact is, he's not—he's not a better wrestler than Lance Storm. Bullshit! Bullshit! Did Lance I'm Storm? Sorry. Did Lance Storm beat The Rock and Steve Austin in the same night? Oh, you know what? We've already talked about this once, motherfucker. You mean bring this back up? <laughs> Let me remind you how Chris Jericho won. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how he won it. No. Who? No. No. Who oh, walked I, out uh, the champion uh, that uh, night? I, uh, I'm buying an alligator. <laughs> Dude. Chris Jericho won those matches because he got help from the five-time, 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 five-time. Yeah, five-time. WCW World Heavyweight Champion Booker T. All right, that's the only reason... He beat Stone Cold Steve Austin. And, in and you're gonna say, not. now you're gonna say that the only reason AJ Styles won is because of the club that he it, couldn't it have. He did. He the only reason he and couldn't have beat John DDP Cena. DDP was never an Intercontinental Champion. You're a fool. You're a fool. Jericho beats Lance Storm all day. Sorry, bro. Disagree with you. Lance Storm gets on the Boston Crab and makes him tap out like the little oh, whiny bitch dude, this, that he did. This is about to happen. We're about to have a freaking I'm gonna create Lance Storm on 2K16 and we're gonna do this again. It's gonna be another new day right to center. It's gonna be a <laughs> shutout and you're gonna have to eat crow. I'll give you some fucking crow to eat, motherfucker. Right here. Just one day. 
One day, well, guys, Vito Mac is out of here, and I think we need to come up with the top ten better wrestlers than Lance Storm. Okay? You know what? I think it'd be very easy. How to San- Santino Morella, the Hurricane. The finishers. That's the one over. There you go. There you go. Next week, we'll do top ten wrestlers better than Lance Storm or the deserving. And I won't even do a countdown. I will listen to Sean or if BSAV or anybody else is there. Y'all just countdown. For the WWE Talk Countdown that I week. Can, and I will I can correct do it. you as we go. I can do it right now. I can do it right now. I can do it right now. Sean and Nick tag team up against Dino Mag and B. Sad. Who oh, about that? For what? What are we, we tagging for? Uh, dude, you guys Just, are like the. You guys as a tag team is like Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens as a tag team. You guys are going to eat each other alive, and Dino Mag and I are going to sit back and laugh. Yeah, you two as <laughs> a tag team are kind of like. Uh, Sunny and China, you've both done porn and Oh god. <laughs> you might eat each other alive. Hey, I might be on your show coming up soon. Hey Dean, oh, we'll get the credentials here after the show's done, bro. I wanna be on your uh, your uh, sexy talk show. Just, just message me on the chat boards there and uh in, in on Facebook or, or you know, we we'll, we'll get you on there. That's right there. everybody. We'll Remember to get check you on out there, sexual Sarah. I got you. Check out <laughs> Snow Mac on X ninety and his own channel. He does. You, you you do sex talk Sundays over here sometimes. I've seen one over here before. Yeah, yeah I did one last week. Yeah, it was like one night stand. He bestowed the the gift of sex talk Sunday on episode ninety two. Yes, he did. He bestowed. It's a great gift. The gift that keeps on giving. That's why Jay has a rash on his root now. But that's not the point, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it was it's been a pleasure, and uh, I'm gonna get out of here. So, um, uh, yeah, Nick, <laughs> uh, we will, this will start. happen again. We will continue. Will, hell yeah! You wait till this this winter is fucking on. It is on. What? What do you? Hold on, real quick. What do you keep talking about the winter for? What? What? What is? Dude, well, the winter. I'm, I'm gonna take some. I'll, I'll probably take some a uh, few months off. And um, while I'm taking some few months off of work, and it's going to be podcasting more. Well, no, 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 no. Not podcasting more. It's going to be wrestling talk war. Me. All the fucking time, cramming it in your face. That Lance Storm sucks. And oh, my God. Yep. When the winter time comes, <laughs> free time, we get on for a full three hours. I will fight you in the street over this. Let me ask you a question. Are you going to take your shirt off when it's winter time? I'll take my pants off when it's winter time. I'll do it right now. Come on, let's go. Yeah. Oh my god. That sounds like something Lance Storm would do. That's exactly why he sucks. Hey, you know what? Rikishi hit Stone Cold with a car. And that was that was more coolious than freaking Lance Storm. And it wasn't Rikishi that hit him with the car. Yeah, it was. It was Triple H. It was, no, it was Triple H. H. Nope. They proved it. They proved it like right freaking... Over. Like three months later, they proved it. Um, I will stop watching around that time, so I actually didn't know that it was trips. But you know, <laughs> whatever, it was trips. All right. Well, yeah. when while Dino's leaving, um, so Sean, you want to take a quick break so I can actually get some smoke again? Yeah, give me a minute. I gotta find some music. I don't think we're gonna be taking a break already. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. That's fine. Yeah, that actually gives me a minute to get this set up. Yeah, I need to get a cigarette in and go and talk to myself and tell myself how awesome I am because Lance Storm is better than Chris Jericho. Dude, I can can do a top ten right now of people better than Lance Storm. The Hurricane. First of all, it was called the Calgary Crab. 
which was fucking lame. And then his super kick was called The Last Call. Come on! <laughs> the facts are speaking for themselves. Dude, the faction that he led, the Canadian faction that he led in WCW oh, was bad. And no, it wasn't the Un-Americans. That one was here in WWE. No, the Hard Foundation was badass. What he led oh, was a bunch of queers. Oh, what? WCW. He was in WCW for one year. 2000 to 2001. That's it. You're hyping this guy over a year, Nick. In that one year, he. <laughs> Guys, I'm out with that. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Dean. No worries, Dean. We love you. I want to have your babies. Oh, yeah. Thank you for coming wow. on, Dean, man. You're, you're an honor. You're. <laughs> Dean O'Mac is an honorary four horseman, man. We might. He's. Anytime we do a four horseman, that's pretty much kind of like our guy. Yeah, he's going to be a, the third, like almost always. <laughs> if Jay was here, he probably wouldn't have been here as well. We did a five horseman. Hell yeah. <laughs> but. Thank you. <laughs> See you later, guys. You're, Thanks for having me on. See you, Dean. Hey, you're, Dean, how we going, brother? You're, you're on a heater here tonight, Solomon. You're, you're I getting, am. You're I getting this. It took you 18 episodes, but you mm. finally did it. You, it, you yeah. did it yourself, no. talking about John so, Cena joining the Bullet Club and Lance Storm being greater than Jericho. Come on. Hey, I mean, I speak the truth. I can't help it. That's not the coolest, man. It is the coolest. It's totes <laughs> the coolest. It's 100. Uh, it's 100 totes the coolest. Oh, my God. Lance Storm, nothing. Dude, when he was in WCW, and this this is true, and you can you can wiki this for those of you guys in the chatty, he named all the, the the titles in WCW Canadian titles. So the hardcore championship became the Sasquatchian Hardcore International Title. You know what the acronym spells out? Shit. Because the WCW Hardcore Championship was shit. Yeah, and I, I and I'm a fan. And he owned it. And he owned it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was shit. So, Dude, I, I, I'm a fan of WCW, even, and I'll admit that it was shit. Even Nate in the chat's turning on you, man. He said, my my number one pick is better than Lance Storm. He said, Lance Storm is terrible. Fucking. You, you said Honky Tonk Man number one, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, sure. I'll let you guys believe what you want to believe. Dude, oh, my God. Dude, dude. I love... I don't know why I love this new thing Jericho's doing. It's freaking hilarious. The whole, I bestow upon you the gift, the gift of Jericho. Drink it in, man. <laughs> it's the way, the way he does it. Just cracks my shit up every time. Drink it in, man. <laughs> Bro, man, I'm sorry, Nick. This this Storm thing. I hope it goes away soon. But if it doesn't, just it won't. Ivan, hey. Ivan Drago from Rocky Four's little brother is was not a great wrestler. Okay. Hey Rocky yes. Four, called, they want their flat top back. I will, back. <laughs> I will make you. He even said some shit like that. No, then we wouldn't even be having this conversation. Hey, he's still be better talking than Jericho. So no, he would have been if, if we understood him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, Fozzie all day, bro. But anywho, did you find any tracks, buddy? Yeah, I got Fozzie. <laughs> Fozzie. I actually oh. hate Fozzie, man. Nah. Dude, I like Jericho. I'm a huge Jericho fan, but Fozzie fucking sucks. Play the music so Mr. Mac can get his smoke on. Right. I got a I couple tracks. 
DJ Happy. Hit that funky stuff. Hit oh, yeah. that funky music. We wah, gotta wah. we gotta give Nick Solomon some time to you know go sober up because he's been hitting it a little too hard. I gotta weekend. decompress from all this hate. How does it, how does it feel to get the Roman Reigns treatment, man? You're you're double R tonight. It took me long enough to get there. Jesus, I had so many problems going to heal. You, on the other hand, are so good at it. Right? <laughs> but anywho, I got a couple tracks lined up for you guys here. Keep it tuned in. We'll be back. And we got some big uh, stuff we're going to be doing after the break here. So keep it tuned in. You're not going to want to miss it. And you are listening to the Simulcast episode 19 Four Horsemen Part 2. People are strange when you're a stranger. Faces look ugly when you're alone. Women seem wicked when you're unwanted Streets are uneven when you're down When you're strange Faces come out of the rain When you're strange No one remembers your name When you're strange When you're strange When you're strange People are strange Faces look ugly when you're alone Women seem wicked when you're unwanted Streets are uneven when you're down When you're strange, faces come out of the rain. When you're strange, no one remembers your name. When you're strange, when you're strange, when you're strange. Your name 
with the Full Horseman Part Two. Yes, and, sir. And I still, I still can't get over this freaking bullshit you were talking before the break, Solomon. Freaking, okay, okay. I, I went, I went upstairs, right, out of, out of the studio. And I was telling Loco and Skitto about it. And even Skitto, who's not like a huge wrestling fan anymore, she said her invisible left testicle was better than freaking Lance Storm. You know what? You guys can say all you want about Lance. But we'll, we'll sit down and we'll do a markout couch one day. And I will show you just how good Lance is. Lance is a very athletic, great superstar that was underutilized. This man was a submission specialist. He was up there. He was good. You know, regardless of what you... I st I'm going to pull Sean, and I'm going to stand by this. When I say Lance is better than Chris Jericho, I'm not saying he's the greatest superstar to ever lace on a pair of boots, but he should be considered a, a legend of the sport and should be considered a Hall of Famer one day. No. And I will I will stand nope. by that. Nope. <clears throat> Jericho, I have, I have Jericho a will get a, a Hall of Fame ring years before freaking Lance Storm would even probably, be considered. Probably, because he's on Vince's dick. But I am issuing a challenge to you, Sean Baloo. Oh. Specifically to you. Next week, here on the WWE Talk Simulcast, right here on Exit 92 Radio, me and you, one on one. Your 10 best WWE champions from any era take on my 10 best WCW champions. Dude. United States World Heavyweight Tag Team 10 on 10. Your number 10 goes against my number 10. Your number 9 goes against nine, my number 9. We go through this all the way to our number 1. <laughs> it doesn't matter who I pick. I could pick freaking... Christian is my number one, and it's going to be better than anybody in WCW. And the fans, along with, I think we're going to be sad. Could you be here next Thursday for sure? Yeah, most definitely, man. We need a uh, we need a mediator, and you have to be uh, you have to be equal. Yeah, non-objective or whatever. You have to be equal. He will be here to help decide, and the fans will be here to help decide. But I guarantee a victory for WCW. <laughs> Dude, Batista is a better champion than anybody in WCW. Man, you have to realize, I've got a star-studded cast of WCW champions. The only, Steve, the only person... Goldberg, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall. The only person you've got going for you... The only person you've got going for you is freaking Goldberg. And Sting. Sorry, I'm not going to shit-talk Sting. Dude, we'll see. We will see next but week. We already know Triple H. I can pick Triple H against Sting, and we already know who wins. Trips. Ooh, we uh, saw. We saw it happen. I could pick Rollins, and we know how that ends. Sting's gonna get his career ended. Just like my good buddy Jay says there in the chat, WCW over WWE any day of the fucking week, man. <laughs> it's good to say. Where I'm gonna say it, I, this is my go-to. I'll say it again. Where's WCW now, Jay? Any any day any day of the week is today and. WWE is going strong. Where's yeah, you know what? Where's you know what? WCW? Will, just like every time you say this, every time you say something nasty about WCW, how they're not around anymore. Remember, without them, WWE may not have been around anymore. The fact was, when WCW started up Nitro, 
WWE was going through one of the shittiest periods in their history, and that's a fact. Hey, Not only in the ratings, but hey, by their own WC, WCW proved a good stepping stone, man. Without WCW, WWE would either not be around or far less superior than what they are now. Oh. Fact is, WCW, without them, WWE wouldn't be WWE. Well, WCW, WCW is the only reason they made it through the 90s. Well, WCW should have focused on good business instead of um, dicking around letting the inmates, and instead of letting the inmates run the asylum, and maybe they would have survived. Sean, you're Courtney the McMahon? Yeah. He is, he is. But this is not a debate about who ran their business better. This is a debate about who had the better talent. And the fact is, WCW had the Steiners. WCW had Kevin Nash. And you're saying Scott Hall. And you're telling me I have I have reign of any WWE champion of all time. We're gonna say so it's not unfair because if if we go back all the way to the eighties, I'll whip your ass any day of the week. Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, Harley Race, you're fucked. So we're going to say from 1990, uh, no, we'll say from 1989. All right. 89 until, uh, you know, WCW ended. And then we'll say 89 until, you can even say 2016. There really hasn't been any champions that are worth mentioning for WWE. And besides Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins. Look, I'm an Ambrose, I'm an Ambrose-aholic, all right? But the fact is. You're going to sit there and try and tell me that Ambrose was a better United States champion than the Sting of the 80s? No, no, no. I'm just saying. You said no one in 2016 is worth mentioning as a champion. Champions. Yeah, I know. But champions versus champions. So it's, it's is it, basically... So like, how are we doing this? Are we, are we doing like number 10 would be tag champions. Number 9 would be U.S. champions. Or we can, is this we'll probably designate a few numbers specifically to specific champions like We'll like do like ten through eight of nothing but tag teams because there was there's been tag team champion after tag team champion on both sides. Then we'll do like uh, seven to six United States champions. Both companies has had United States champions. Uh-huh. Um, then we'll do like five to three. Well, uh, yeah, five to three of uh, intercontinental or not intercontinental. Um, What's the championship that WCW and WWE shared besides the United States? Hardcore. And world heavyweight? Yeah. I guess we can say we can say world heavyweight because they both had world heavyweights and they both had their own main champions, like WCW champion and WWE champion. So from five until three, we'll do uh, W or we'll do uh, world, world heavyweight champions. Okay. And then the final two will be their namesake champions. WWE champions versus WCW champions. Alright. So, I mean, you want to do this? You go ahead. I issued the challenge. You have all, you have all ability to say no, which I wouldn't blame you to. Because, I mean, you're going up against this guy. You're, you're not going up against the good we're guy. Going against, we're going you're against not, the guy that said John Cena is going to join the Bullet Club. I accept your challenge. You're not, going against, you're not going against the good guy. You're not going against the bad guy. Remember, Sean? You're going up against the guy. Okay. See? I'm I'm not double R at the Roman Reigns promo tonight. <laughs> you you've done your full heel turn, man. You can you could quit. You, but I will 
I will accept your challenge, and I look forward to stamping a mushroom stamp on your forehead next week. You know Ric Flair is going to be in there somewhere. He's got to be. <laughs> All right, but yet the, the challenge has been issued a week from today. It's been WWE issued talk. and accepted. The challenge has been issued and accepted. Oh, you know what? Nate actually brings up some, a good point. No, you, well, WCW never had a European champion, and WWE never had TV titles. So I can't. We can't really share champion on that one. But we have our champion set up. We're probably going to straighten it out completely. A little more like whenever, um, you know, like off air or whatever. We'll, we'll talk about this more during the week and get it all set up so it's 100% even. You know what I mean? Enough, you know, United States champions, you know, all that up against your guys and shit. And we'll talk about them. This is going to be a, probably going to take up our entire show. So next week we may not have, like, raw results and, you know, shit like that. But we will have the challenge. WCW, WWE, the age-old question who is the better company? You're going to have to find the answer next week. And I already got a fan out there for me, Nate, showing some love. I'm pulling for you. We got a guy here pulling for me, Sean. Pulling for me. Hey, he's a Roman Reigns fan too, so it's, it's cool. I don't fault him there. I don't fault him there. You know, we all have our moments, but he's pulling for me. It's gonna, this is going to feel good. This victory is going to feel like going to see NXT Live July 30th right here in Jacksonville, Florida. That's I heard you guys are going to have some live shows uh, pretty soon, right? Like what's coming a week? Yeah. Uh, WWE live shows? They got a few coming down this way. Yeah, they Dude, man. Well, with the suspension of Roman, they got Dean pulling double duty. So he's actually defending the title against Seth on Saturday and Sunday. And then the following week, He's, I think, defending the title against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn uh, on, on the live shows, like on WWE Live. Damn. And, and we know what's yeah. awesome? It's, it's Bailey has returned from her injury to NXT, so I have a good chance of seeing her You're a whore. at NXT. I'm so That's all fucking I'm gonna say. That's all I'm you going to get a hug? Oh, yeah. Dude, if you, you get a hug, if you, <laughs> yeah, if you get a hug, I swear to God, I'm coming to Florida and I'm burying you. I cannot wait. I hope I get a hug. I'm going to be like, can I get one more hug for my boy Sean B out in Cali? You know? He'll never get to see you because he's not a school team. Okay. okay. And it's going to be right here in what? Jacksonville. You don't. You remember what tonight is. I'm putting that extra that extra voodoo that Chris Benoit comes and smothers you tonight. No. As long as he does it July 31st, I don't give a shit. No, it's happening tonight. Anyways, so now well, we us and Exit to have an announcement to make. Well, hold on, let's let's cover the raw results before we get into this because that's going to take a minute. You know the the thing we're going to announce. Uh, you know the long list. Yeah, yeah. So let's go into the raw results first. Um, so basically, episode one thousand two hundred and four. Oh yeah, the show kicked off with the new WWE Champion, Dean Ambrose. Uh, he was out there talking about um, Money in the Bank and stuff. Um, then out comes uh, Mr. He even looked all drugged up. Roman Reigns comes out and congratulates him. And um, <laughs> as the... <laughs> 
as uh, as Roman's out there uh, talking, the crowds the crowds going ham. You can't wrestle. You can't wrestle. Then um, Roman Roman kind of addressed it. He was like, "To all the dudes out there saying I can't wrestle, um, just shut up and have a beer." Oh, that was a great dude. That was a great defense. Right, right. That was so. Then um, Roman tries to say that he should be the one to fight him, and um, Dean Ambrose. I like it was my favorite part of when just him and Roman were in the ring. Dean straight up told him he was like, "I would have cashed in on you in a heartbeat," and that like it kind of wiped the smile off Roman's face. And then here comes Rollins, and that's what like. I was just talking to Skito about it earlier. I was like, Roman Reigns don't have a claim to a, a title shot. I was like, he lost that when Dean cashed in on Rollins. Because your rematch is only against the current champion at the time that you lost it. There was two title changes. I don't think Roman deserved a title shot. But anywho... I don't think so either. Um, they made a match that the main event would be... Roman Reigns versus Rollins part two. The, the the winner would go on to face Dean Ambrose for the championship. Um, do you have the match, uh, the list of matches? I don't remember like the order of how it went. Yes, up. I do. So the next matchup that came up was Sami Zayn versus KO. That was um, they brawled and brawled and brawled. Until Zayn reverses a pop-up powerbomb with a quick roll-up for the win. And they continue to brawl Hell in the back. yeah, it's they did. Dude, there hasn't, been, there hasn't been a rivalry. Skito said it best. Like, there hasn't been a rivalry this intense in a long time. These guys can't stand each other. And I love it, man. Freaking, they, they had a hell of a match in the ring. Like you said, um... Kevin Owens went for that pop-up powerbomb. Sammy rolled him up, got a quick pin, and then it just spilled out from there. Kevin Owens kicked Sammy in the head on the ramp. They came back from commercial. These two are fighting backstage. Sammy Zayn like runs across this like uh, those boxes of stage equipment, takes out a bunch of referees, and freaking it took Finley and Road Dog pulling uh, Sammy Zayn off of them to finally break it up. And you want to talk about a rivalry that's like Batman versus the Joker? It's those two. Those two will continue to fight until one is dead and nobody just stops it. Exactly. Those, that is a rivalry that needs to be addressed. I mean, that's WrestleMania Heat rivalry right there. Hell yeah. You don't have to have a title. That's like Undertaker and Lesnar type rivalry. Those two will destroy themselves if you give them the proper fucking hell in a cell. Those two. Ooh. Just those two one on one uh, I'd pay no, no DQ hell yeah what do you think BSAF uh, I mean it, you know what they, they, they've been trying they've been, they've been dancing around it you know they, they've had uh, the fatal four way um, this last money in the bank thing and these guys are still dedicated to just annihilating each other um, the timing's right I mean the fans want to see it I know I want to see it uh, give them the stage, you know. These two guys have done enough. It's like, heah, you mix them in there. You know, it's the likes of like Cesaro, the Miz, um, Jericho, Dean, most recently in the Money in the Bank, uh, you know, match. But man, these guys, they, they, give them a stage. 
give a little DQ, um, like Nick said, fight, something. Hell like of some a sell. Stipulation. These guys are gonna freaking mark it and then run it back again and then run it back again one more time um, and then just call it good. I mean, I, I might be sounding a little outrageous calling for three matches, but um, at least the two. I mean, yeah. they're, they're, these guys are one and one on Raw now. Um, you know, there's got to be some type of a tiebreaker. Throw, throw it up on pay per view. The yeah. draft is really going to be. I mean, think about this. I mean, they get drafted different shows, and they potentially don't have the opportunity to see each other until one of the the big four. You know, they don't, they don't get a chance to see each other until maybe like Rumble again, and then you have your WrestleMania moment. Because I mean, really, it's we're finding ourselves in a really weird place right now with some of these matches. Like, uh, I think it was addressed earlier by Dean uh, and yourself. I've heard you say it a few times. It's AJ and John Cena almost definitely. WrestleMania caliber, uh, you know, that's a WrestleMania caliber match, and we're seeing it, uh, you know, in the middle of the calendar, you know, the WWE calendar here. Uh, and you, you know what I mean? It's, it's got to come full circle. It's like these two guys got to got to battle out on the grandest stage of them all. I mean, it, this this can't just be an afterthought. You know what I mean? These guys are literally gonna forever battle each other. Hell uh, yeah! And, and I really think it should be then. I mean. We got to put a year on it uh, between now and then. I mean, we really don't. They could, you know, WWE Creative can put it together and be like, you know what? Um, you know, next pay per view, we'll call it good. Our Battlegrounds coming up. Um, but I mean, gosh, dude, it, it would be insane. These guys get pulled apart for a little bit, and then you know that hate's not go. It's not going anywhere. You know what I mean? It's, it's, not. it's just not. It's just not going to go away. It's, it's a minute. That, I mean, it's a minute they see each other in Rumble or something like that, dude. They're just looking across the ring. So, uh, Survivor Series. You know what I mean? They end up on opposite teams. Robert SmackDown again, or wow. however they decide to do that. Yeah, nah, dude. Team Zayn versus Team Owens, something like that. Uh, well, I'm all in, man. I'm all in with those two. Like these guys can literally feud like week in and week out, and uh, I don't see myself getting tired of it anytime soon because the matches are just that damn good. They are. They are just. They are that damn good. And that's what I'm saying. They need to address it. Let's move on here some more. For uh, for the raw results. Next up was Enzo and Cass versus the God Villains. Um, that was a damn good match, man. Uh, I, I forgot who won that match. Cass and Enzo won it after they hit the rocket launcher on the God Villains. That's right. Um, I was in and out for that match, freaking. Um, but I'm always pulling for Enzo and Cass. Uh, the Vod Villains, man, I think they should have kept them on NXT a little bit longer, man. Um, or I think they might, like, we've talked about it a couple times. Um, if they do get drafted over to SmackDown, um, I think they might do a little bit better there. Um, I just don't think they're on the same caliber as some of the other tag teams right now. Um, I think the Vod Villains just need a little more time. Like I said a million times, they are a great tag team. They've got a great personality. Uh, they just need some more time. They really should have those guys' faces, though, honestly. You know what? I think I have to agree with Nick on this one. They really should be faces, and I think that's why the transition with them has been so awkward. Cause, I, I can agree um, with that. Those, those, you know, those guys were well-liked on NXT, and then for them to come through and just kind of like, you know, awkwardly be shoved in uh, matches with other tag teams right now, which are not exactly the same caliber, it's, you know, we're maybe putting like a lot of um, pressure on them that's just really undeserved at this point. But uh, I, I, I don't hate the guys. Just, you know, the matches thus far, that's just 
there's just more to like with the people that they've been matched up with. Like the, the tag teams that they've been matched up with. I mean, the club, huge heat just from the AJ, um, you know, association alone. I mean, you have Enzo and Cass, I mean, masters of the mic there. And then, you know, you got New Day, which is always going to go over with the crowd. And then you just had the Bob Villains in there. And kind of like a, a filler right now. They, and, they really just kind of need to establish themselves in just a solid feud. And I know this happened later in the show, but I'm going to address it right now since we're speaking of tag teams. Things are going to get shaken up even more. And New Day done um, stirred the shit pot, man. We saw the return of the Wyatt family. Like, yeah. hell yeah. And why New Day decided to interrupt the Wyatts of all people is beyond me. But, um... There's there's another force in the tag team division that's gonna stir shit up. I don't think I don't think right now the Vod Villains could even hang with the Wyatts. The Wyatts would eat them up. I, I, they probably would, but that that might could do some great stuff out of it. We don't know. That that is an interesting matchup. The Wyatts versus the Vod Villains. Do they have the size? Yeah. Do they have the power? Yeah. But they do not have the intellect. What the Vod Villains do. So I think that would be an interesting match. It'd be a lot of wits versus brawn on that one, I think. Um, and they could even build it as such. And if they ever turned to Villain's face, that would be a pretty good matchup. But it wouldn't be, unless I'm wrong, it wouldn't be like the greatest matchup. You know what I mean? <laughs> and nah. even Bray Wyatt said, he was like, <laughs> he was like, you interrupt me. He's like, do you guys know what you just did? So uh-huh, I'm looking for, yeah, it was at that moment that the New Day realized. <laughs> They fucked up. up. Right? Um, I'm looking forward to this. Um, um, I'm probably going to get a little little bit of that shock factor right here, but I'm pulling for the Wyatts on this. Um, Me too. I'm a a huge New Day fan, but I'm a way bigger fan of the Wyatts than the New Day. I've been a fan of the Wyatts since they um, showed showed up in NXT and freaking took over. I've been a fan since they debuted on the main roster. Freaking Bray Wyatt ex- exactly. That's why he was my number one talker, man. He's the face of fear. He's oh, uh, we saw we Sean, saw just, just when you're getting the adoration. Come on, bro. Come oh, on. You have to remind us of that fucking. You were doing I'm, good. I'm just saying. I'm just up. saying. Freaking Bray Wyatt, man. Freaking. We saw the passing of the torch when he fought the Undertaker. Um, these guys are gonna be around for a while. Freaking. I'm looking forward to seeing what the New Day can do against the Wyatts, man. I think Wyatts are going to come out on top, most definitely. Uh, but it's I want to touch on something so bad, but I won't. <laughs> that was not the passing of the torch, Sean. If that was the passing of the torch, that was a shitty passing. I'm just saying. Well, the passing arguably had to be the Brock as, as like the phenom. You know what I mean? Even, like, though, even though Bray Wyatt We've talked about this. He needed to beat him in order for there to be a true passing. If Taker's coming back for more pay-per-views, there was there was no passing, and that's that. In my, it would make more sense to solidify Bray as, and I hate to say it, he's been a jobber so far because every time he's talking about the viral world, he gets all this momentum. He loses, dude. The fact of the matter is, the Wyatt's right now, they're losing. And, and, and I'm kind of in agreement with both of you guys right now at this point in saying, you know, they need to get one over on the New Day. But I still feel like the New Day will will break the the, the record right now that, that's held by, uh, what was it, Kendrick in London. Yeah. And, and then maybe after that. So we're probably maybe looking at two months out. 
But then again, the draft is going to mess everything up. So, so who knows? But I feel like if the New Day go heads up with the Wyatt right now, the New Day is still going to win. At least from from the WWE perspective that they'll have had the longest title reign. And then they'll be kind of free them up to lose to whoever because... I say they're going to go to Battleground and fight for both of them. The two teams will fight at Battleground. And then it's so much fun to watch take the strap off New Day. I like that. I like that a lot. And you know what? It's it's long overdue. And that's, I'm not smashing on the Wyatts. I, 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 I like the Wyatts a lot, but just the treatment of the Wyatts in the WWE right now has not been ideal at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you're going you're gonna to generate all this hype. And just on Mike skills alone, and then lose as regularly as you do? That's, yeah. I, I'm not, yeah, I'm not behind that at all. They talk the talk, but it looks like they just can't walk the walk. They need to walk the walk. Yeah. You're add Strawman on there, man? I mean, dude, come on. you got all the pieces in place. Let's make a run. Let's make it happen, WWE. For real. But yeah, you know, that's coming up a little later on. Well, we've already talked about it, so when we get there, we'll skip that. But next up was the promo between AJ and and uh, Cena. Yeah, um, it actually turns into a match. Um, AJ came out talking about how um, the bullet, or Gallows and Anderson kind of um, made him, made his word shit in simple terms. Um, he's like, I signed the contract that it was going to be one-on-one. He's like, I could have, I could have done it. So he demanded an apology from Gallows and Anderson and, um, they came out, they apologized, then, um, AJ was like, there's one other person you're going to apologize to and calls out Cena. And, you know, Cena wasn't buying it from the beginning. He was like, you know what? He's like, I can, I can accept the fact that I lost. Uh, he's like, what I can't accept is that thinking you weren't a man of your word. It's like pretty much called AJ a little bitch. And, um, um, they issued a challenge that Cena could pick any member of the club minus AJ to fight that night. And Cena was like, it doesn't matter who I pick. It's going to end up a three-on-one. And AJ was like, no, no, no. Um, it's like, you're going to fight Carl Anderson. And him and Gallows uh, left. So, like, this match kind of pissed me off because... It should have been Gallows. Um, Carl Anderson, if you watched any of this stuff from when they were in Japan and stuff... This dude is a beast. He has a lot of talent. And Cena was straight up jobbing his ass. Like, Anderson could not do shit that match. Um, dude, does that surprise you, Sean? That, that's how it should be, bro. This, this guy has not paid his dues in WWE yet. It blows my mind that you would say that I understand his talent, but Cena needs to job his ass, man. But, he's one half of a tag team. No, but he's not AJ, dude. So he doesn't have near the I, amount of respect that he should right now. I'm glad Cena jobs him at this. I point. agree. I I agree with you to a point there. But the the way the the beating happened, it made it look like Anderson's just this little pussy. And that's not. He is. He's not though. Hey, he's and those guys are are power in numbers. It, it, it might as well have been Cena versus Bubba Ray Dudley, dude. It doesn't freaking matter. You're going up dude, against he half a tag team. He should have. He should have at least got a couple good moves in. Gave Cena at least a little bit of a fight. Because no, uh, no, he needed to get completely smashed so that they could prove a point. It's like you know what? Nobody wants to see Cena versus Anderson. Nobody wants to see Cena versus Gallows. It's all about one match, and that match is AJ Styles versus John Cena. 
tell your freaking little boys to go to the back of the ring or go freaking, I don't know, play grab ass with the vaudevillain and let the big boys <laughs> do work, man. Because the fact of the matter is right now, Carl Anderson and Gallows, yeah, man, for sure. You get a tag team match, but they got no business right now putting their hands in anything that has to do with a match is uh, once in a generation is AJ Styles and John Cena, man. Yeah, it's and I, that. And I I'm agree. glad he dropped him, bro. But I understand what you're saying. And but I not, agree not that John Cena, he, he has not paid his dues. You don't get to do that against Cena. And AJ said it, this was a once in a lot. You don't get a first time ever match like that. That was the first time we had ever seen AJ versus Cena. It shouldn't have went down like that at all. Um, maybe in their second matchup, something like that going down, that's to be expected. But the first time they had something special going, I think they kind of squandered it. But um, back to the match, um, Anderson got wrecked. Um, John Cena hit the attitude adjustment, was going up for the pin. Um, here Didn't comes happen, here Didn't comes what happened, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> here comes AJ Styles Didn't and Gallows. <laughs> Man, Beast Town's getting fucking savage, though, for real. Right? Oh God, dude. <laughs> what happened, Sean? Here comes AJ and freaking Gallows, and the three-on-one beatdown of John Cena commence. God, such shit, dude. <laughs> well, I mean, then kind of Beast was um on the uh, the right the right uh agenda here, buddy. I mean. <laughs> It, it happened exactly the way he said it was going to happen. <laughs> I wish Dean would have stood on with us just a little bit longer because he was touching on some really good stuff, man. Uh, and I know, Nick, you were like, what? But when he was touching on, uh, you know, the, the way the match ended, how it, I mean, it kind of jacked on AJ a little bit because it's like, man, you're, you're really showing the WWE Universe right now that you're not, you can't close out a match with John Cena without your buddies. Exactly. And I don't feel that way about AJ at all. Like, I feel like he has more than enough to be able to, to just compete at that level. But uh, I don't know. I mean, entertainment, I mean, entertainment face value, it's there, you know, with the club. But God, I just want the one on one. Yeah, it'll same, same. And then John Cena will join the Bullet Club. Oh, oh get out of here, dude. <laughs> You're gonna All right, make- guys, uh, I got to go. I'm going to go uh, drop a deuce. It's going to sound like what just came out of Nick Solomon's mouth right now. <laughs> <laughs> you actually have to go? or No, man. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you didn't have to actually go. I didn't want you to go yet. I love you, B-Sap. What? Oh, I do. <laughs> hey, Nick, the, the, the mutual respect is there, but... I, I, hold on, hold on one second. You're going to talk shit to me when basically you will be squared... Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Your name is, is... Well, I'm not going to say your real name, but still, B, two Bs is your initials. This is true. B, squ- B squared is talking shit to me. <laughs> oh, oh, I, man, damn. I, I, think, I think the people in the chat will agree that. Well, us, Buchanan. Man, we, we let that run way too long, Nick. Well, I was like, wait, what? You you took us all the way to WrestleMania with that uh, John Cena Bullet Club thing. He did. He had it. He had it. He started the show with that. Like I'm sitting there and I'm like, 
Wait, Dean has an hour on here. Okay, fifteen minutes later. Oh, but I wanted, I wanted Dean to hear that because I actually, honestly, that wasn't some bullshit thing I just came up with. I thought about that during the week. I put a lot of thought into that. We, we can and tell. I, we can tell. <laughs> I think that it was. I think it's a good idea. I really do. In, I think, in uh, no lifetime, John Cena joining the Bullet Club is ever a good idea, man. Ever. You can't tell me you wouldn't mark the fuck out if you've seen him join the board. No, no, I wouldn't because that's like that's like Eugene joining the NWO. Oh God, awesome. dude! I think I, I'd look like a uh, big dude with the glasses with his mouth open when Taker lost the streak. I'd be like, oh, what, what did I just witness? <laughs> look, fact is, you're just jealous because I came up with it and you did. I'm, oh sh- I'm sure that's it. I'm sure everybody who just harped on you all night for this is just jealous because we didn't think of the worst idea in history. All right, so when it happens, I don't want you to come talk shit to me. When it happens, I'm gonna be like, "You're as bad as creative." How, <laughs> how does that make you feel? That you would be as bad as WWE creative? You seriously can't think that that's a bad a Dude, good idea? John, John I like Lair- the idea, but I don't, I don't like the personnel that's associated with it. I think it could have played itself out too with Seth Rollins already. You have Trips come up to Seth, right in the chest, he falls down, <laughs> rubs his nuts on his head. Give me that championship, baby. <laughs> John Laronitis joining the Bullet Club is better pick than John Cena. Dude, John Cena has got to go heel. I agree. I agree. Who better to go heel with than the most heel fake in WWE right now? No. You're insane. You're insane. Side note, I think, um, I mean, it's just an open discussion at this point. If you're talking about people joining the Bullet Club, I think uh, Baron Corman would be good at it. For one, he hasn't been with the WWE very long, and uh, that guy has bust written all over him. So what, Baron Corbin to shit his pants even more? Probably, but I mean, shit, it'll be better than what he's been doing Speaking of, speaking of, I think that's the final match, isn't it? Baron Corbin versus Zack Ryder? Yeah, nothing happened in that match. Yeah, nobody, yeah, that that match didn't really matter. (laughs) I ain't even reading who won. I don't really care. You don't even have to know it. You know who won. Yeah, oh, okay, so that wasn't the last match. (laughs) That wasn't even the last match. It was the women's championship match. Charlotte versus uh, Alberto Del Rio's fuck toy. Um, Hey, hey. (laughs) Watch your mouth there. Sean, are you going to say, are you going to stick up for Baron Corbin? Because if not, we're all, we're three in agreement here that Baron Corbin versus Zack Ryder did not happen on this Raw, like this Raw at all. (laughs) Baron Corbin versus who? What match are you talking about? See what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, exactly. Is that impressionable? Wow, dude, wow. I, I'm a huge Baron Corbin fan. I think what they're doing with him since bringing him up to the main roster, him winning the Andre the Giant Mat- Battle Royal has been what useless for. It's been useless. It's as about as impactful as Shane McMahon losing to the Undertaker. It was pointless. I'm actually, you know, what's kind of funny is that right now we're talking about Baron Corbin. I'm playing my Royal Rumble on WWE 16. He just came into the ring. I'm about to throw him out. Oh, <laughs> him winning was a mistake. Plain and simple. He, he was not the guy to win. I, I don't know what the heck they're doing. I don't, I don't think so. I think him winning the Andre was a good idea. I thought it was a damn good. <laughs> I thought, I think they need to freaking put him up against some legit talent and show that. Like, go back and watch his stuff in NXT. He's a beast, dude. 
Yeah, he's a good wrestler. I'm just not using him correctly. We've addressed this though, but when he's winning, it feels like I mean, people, you know, people that don't follow the sport, they they'll say it all the time. But it feels fake. His domination it hasn't won me over. Like when you see Taker or Kane, hell, even Show, you know, they, they're putting hands on these guys. Like some some of the stuff they're throwing out there, it's like, okay, yeah, like this is this is all you know. Part of the flow, but his stuff just doesn't. It doesn't have the right bump to me. It just I'll look at it. And it's like, yeah. I, think, I think it probably has to do with the end of days finisher too. He he needs a better finisher in my opinion. But it just it's it's not as impactful. Uh, I don't know. You're gonna you're gonna get a lot of Baron Corbin hate from me until he proves otherwise. But <laughs> Dolph Ziggler matchup. I think Sean and I have talked about this. The wrong matchup. Yeah, so definitely. Like a little, little, little blondie like that. It's like nah. You want this guy to be a, a prime time player. You want him to be. You know, powerhouse. Put him up against another powerhouse. You know, freaking Ryback. He was on his way out. Corbin Ryback run that, and then fire Ryback. That's right afterwards. Job done. Yeah. And then now you got, you know what I mean? So, something on that lines, man. But not, not, not Dolph. Or I mean, well, there's still love there for him. I would have took. I, I would have took a Baron Corbin Big Show rivalry over the Baron Corbin Dolph Ziggler. I could see that too. I don't know. I just, I think Baron is a good wrestler. They're not using him right. I it's agree. I it. agree. But moving back into the raw results here, um, the Charlotte versus Paige for the women's championship um, had the potential to be a badass match. We seen Paige. She had the three count, but of course, if Charlotte doesn't have Daddy ringside, she has her new BFF Dana Brooke. Um, Dana Brooke put Charlotte's foot on the rope. Um, the ref saw her put her her foot on the rope. I don't know why. Freaking the ref didn't just freaking count it anyway. Knowing that, I don't know. But anywho, freaking um, Paige starts trying to attack Dana Brooke. Um, Charlotte freaking the refs in the middle of ejecting Dana Brooke. Charlotte hits natural selection. Boom, boom, boom. That's all she wrote. Um, I don't. Uh, it just pisses me off that they're tarnishing. Because I was, I was a huge Charlotte fan when she was in NXT. I liked her when she first came over. I just think they are beyond tarnishing her first run. I know I sound like a broken record at this point because I say this every time we talk about Charlotte. But um, she, her first reign as a champion is not going to be one that I would want to remember. I think she's doing good. Yeah. I, I think she's doing good, actually. I think Charlotte's doing good. She's a great heel. And then... Um, go ahead. I mean, I think she's doing good. As a, I think she's a great heel. I think that, you know, yeah, she's got her old daddy thing going on. Then Dana Brooke going on. But I think she's been turned into a great heel. I think one of the very few wrestlers that creative is doing anything good with... If, if she is, would wear a heel on her own... By having a good first run, proving that she can do it herself before starting this dirtiest player in the game gimmick. Um, I think something like that I could have got behind. But since the very beginning, she hasn't proved herself to be a champion um, of the caliber that they're giving it to her. Um, I hope, um, I really hope that 
um, at Battleground. I know it's gonna, because at the end of the match, we saw the return of the boss, Sasha Banks. Um, seen her hit the bank statement on her. Um, I think Charlotte's gonna end up dropping the title. I think uh, what Sean is, is hitting on here about as far as uh, caliber, you know, champion caliber, I could get behind that a little bit with Charlotte, but the fact of the matter is, man, uh, a heel is a heel is a heel is a heel. And if she has, you know, the help on the ringside, whether it's her daddy or uh, Dana Brooke, I mean, it's just buying into that gimmick even more so. But uh, I think she's doing her job in that sense because, you know, people like you were just saying, hey, you know, she doesn't deserve it. Um, and that's, I mean, that's what's going to get us talking is like, you know what? But Joe, I mean, as far as you talking about a caliber of champion, like, well, what do we need from the women's championship and her just being um, a legitimate single heel, like, all alone? I mean, Trips, I mean, you, you look at any heel, I mean, there was always, for the most part, some help there uh, on getting them over. And then when they've established themselves as the top heel, you know, they can do whatever it is that they need to do then. Um, but to this point, like she has it. With the, uh, what was it, the straight edge? Uh, but he had already he had already established himself single before he had the straight edge society. A lot of the weight he was carrying was coming from the Indies even before then because I mean we could revisit a lot of conversations with, with him specifically when he first entered the you know the WWE and he just that what he had done before wasn't carrying weight with the company then. I mean if that was the case then why is Shinsuke in NXT? Like why isn't he just with the main roster right now with everything that he carried before? It's because he has to pay his dues. And I feel like with Charlotte, that, I mean, in a way, that's what she's doing now. She's just rolling with what creative is giving her. But at some point, I feel as by herself, she's gonna be she's gonna be legitimate by herself. But right for right now, for the time being, this is just what it is. Uh, she hasn't established it yet by herself enough, like outside of her daddy, uh, to be able to carry that weight and, and really bring that legitimacy that you're talking about. Because I agree, it's kind of you know after the WrestleMania match, it's kind of. You know, they've kind of fallen away from that. But, um, I mean, hopefully, like, you know, maybe maybe a one-on-one -on -one match with her and Sasha you can, can uh, you know, shift the tide, so to speak, and, and get get people's minds back on that, you know, it is pretty legitimate. But it needs to be a one-on-one -on -one match because right now Definitely, there's just yeah. too many hands in the, w, in the women's championship, in my opinion. There's too many hands in it. Yeah, exactly. Well, we will have to see. I think that there's going to be something good at SummerSlam with her. And possibly another women's champion, a new a new women's champion. So we'll have to see. And then the next up was the Bray Wyatt promo that was interrupted. We talked about that. Um, next match was Titus O'Neil versus Rusev. So basically, it was a sleeper. Yep. Uh, and then the finale was a double countout between Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns, which turned into a triple threat match for the title. At Battleground. Dude, I gotta say, um, two nights in a row, Reigns and freaking uh, Rollins put on a hell of a show, man. It was another back and forth match. It was it was a damn good match, I gotta say, even though it like pains me to say that a Roman Reigns match is good, but um, um, it was what it was. They both got counted out, and Shane McMahon came out looking like he was about to restart the match, and Dean was like, "No, no, no, no! I'm gonna, I'm gonna make the rules here." He's like, "I'll fight them both on the same night. I'll fight. I don't give a shit." And Shane McMahon, so yep, Shane, 
Shane McMahon was like, okay, that's the spirit of a fighting champion. He's like, you got what you want. It's going to be a triple threat. And that's the way it should be. That's a, it's kind of a lower level pay-per-view, but if they give it main event type matches like that, it'll turn into a greater pay-per-view. And with a triple threat match for the title between the Shield, it's going to be badass. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to mark the fuck out. If he ever wins, even if Roman wins, I'm going to hate it. I will, but I'm still going to mark out. Cause with, with Dean and Rollins carrying them, imagine what they can do. Yeah. I'm looking so, forward to it for sure. Um, hopefully, Roman Reigns isn't all drugged out. Um, but we'll <laughs> see. We'll see. All right. Well, now the raw results are out of the way. Oh, it is time. And we have a big announcement here at Exit 92. Now, you may actually remember if some of you who have followed us for for you know years. Um, back in the day on TBM, we did a thing called the UWF Monday Night Worldwide, and it was a Friday Night Fights with Sean there. And yep. basically, it was an audio wrestling e-fed type words. And we both had our brands, we had our own rosters, we had our own champions, and we basically recorded, we record the audio of us calling the match. Uh, calling the matches that we that we did, and then we would put it on, you know, the radio, put it on on speaker. It's like old time radio when you would listen when your when your granddaddy and pappy would sit down and listen to the boxing matches on the radio. We're trying to go for that feel, but with a a wrestling uh, with the wrestling shows. Um, yeah, and, and you know, we had some. We had about five or six episodes, and it just really wasn't going. For the crowd, so uh, if you guys like it, it'll stay around pretty much. No, it was kind of hard as well. We got a lot of heat over on the toilet paper militia for it, so yeah. um, we kind of we kind of fell off on it. But um, I was recently talking to Solomon. He's got two K sixteen. I got two K sixteen. I was like, let's let's try to do it again, man. So um, what we decided is tonight here on. WWE talk the four horsemen episode um, We got one we got the real draft happening in a couple weeks. We figured we're gonna do a UWF draft here tonight Live <laughs> Live for our great thousands of fans We are gonna do the UWF draft for all you guys because, you know, why not? I mean, I'm sure you, you guys are going to be listening, so you're going to want to know who has who, what kind of programs we're going to be running. And when everything starts, starting, uh, when everything gets going good, we will incorporate it into the show. We'll actually start talking about the UWF universe as well as what's going on with everything else. And I'd if like to stay interested. Yeah, definitely. And I'd like to eventually, once we get it established and stuff, Actually, let let the audience uh, give us a rating system. Have the battle of the shows. You guys will be our television audience. Who had the better show every week? Is it the Monday Night Worldwide? Or is it going to be UWF Desolation? Yeah, you know, because we all know Worldwide is going to win. I mean, we'll see. Know, we'll see. the way it is. Uh, we got all a right, draft. So Anything before- can- Desolation, man, that's a heck of a name. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool name. I like Worldwide because it's an old WCW Saturday Saturday night show, so you know me. Paying homage. Right around. 
<laughs> but here we go. So uh, before the show started, we decided who would go first, which would be Sean because of the coin flip. So Sean, you have first pick. Let's see who you choose to, to draw first blood. I'm going to go with the man Seth Rollins. Oh, it's kind of fucked up, you asshole. First blood, you're going to pick up Seth. You know it, man. You know it. All right, all right. Um, my number one pick, I guess, WWE 16, has got to be the man they call Sting. Oh, hell no. Oh. Yeah, fuck off. You're not about to take Seth Rollins and then think you're going to get Sting too. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I was hoping, I was hoping for it, man. But um, let's see. We got number two going here. Who do I want? Let's go with the Undertaker. What a fucking wow! You're an ass. You're gonna take the Undertaker, and I've got Sting. You fucking cunt. Even in a fantasy match, that match is still not happening. No, it's not. <laughs> God, guys. It would be a douche, Sean. For real. That was going to be like one of my things. All right. All right. Um, well, just because I don't want you to, to scoop him up, I'm going to have to go with Cena as not number two. What? What? Yeah, you can't see me. You don't know where I'm coming from. Holy shit, man. I never thought I'd see the day that Nick Solomon picked John Cena as his number two draft pick. Wow. C-Nation over here. Right? John Cena. And his name is yeah. John Cena. So, yeah, isn't that, doesn't that guy have his degree in thugonomics? He does. He's, he's a doctor <laughs> of thugonomics. Hey, uh, you were once his John, partner there, B. John, can I talk to Champ? <laughs> champ? Champ who? <laughs> that question will be answered. <laughs> There's John Cena and the Undertaker fight in a spit swapping makeout match. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Next up, you're to see. We'll see what shitty pick you're gonna pick now because your picks suck. Let's go with the Eater of Worlds himself. I'm gonna pick up Bray Wyatt. Uh, you know that sucks. You got both the faces of fear. You fucking cunt. Ooh, uh, one, I'm going to have sucks. Undertaker join the Wyatt family. That's a terrible oh, idea. Wow. Sean, you're getting the heat back, bro. Okay. <laughs> it's all about that scene of going to Bullet Club bullcrap. Yeah. I'm thinking about this. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> hey, what's the worst idea? Hey, look, we got Nate on the chatty right now. Nate, you you call it. Cena to the Bullet Club or Taker to the family? <laughs> if anything... The Wyatt's to the Taker family makes way more sense. <laughs> what a fucking prank, though. He took both of them, man. I could have run Bray and Sting, and he still Damn, fucked Damn, yeah, up. that was Nick. Hey, you know how much Sean... Uh, I just wasn't thinking cherishes. about Bray. He was just cherishes Bray's mic skills, man. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. I forgot. Bray is a better talker than Dusty Rhodes. I forgot. Oh, that's that's right. right. Hell yeah. You uh, know it, man. And Jomo has the, the best finishing maneuver in the history of wrestling. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that. Well, Johnny Mundo. Well, fuck you. You're not about to get the third face of fear. The greatest guy in NXT and soon to be the WWE one, Mr. Finn Balor. Hell no. Oh. 
<laughs> you did not. He called the demon. Oh my god. He got the demon. Dude, I do not know why I didn't pull him. Oh my god, dude. That's that's a thorn in the side there, man. Yeah, that is one in the side. And by the way, guys, if you're in the chat room and you're just listening or whatever, B-Sav, our great guy, is keeping up with our draft picks. Yep. Yeah, I see that. Thanks for keeping up with that. That's awesome, dude. I, I wouldn't have thought to keep up with the draft picks, so... Good job. Oh, they, they, they're going to listen to it later. They can always look back at the chatting and see what the order was. But oh, look at that be. in the chat. Wyatt to take your family. No, he says Wyatt. he says no Wyatt fan ministry. Oh, have the Wyatt family join Taker and reform the uh, ministry? Ew! Damn it, Nate. Why can't you be cool like me? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um, Damn you. I picked all Finn, right. bro. All right, number four. I can't let you get this guy as well. You're, you've already hit me with a low blow with Finn Balor. I'm picking up Sami Zayn before you get a chance. Oh, you oh. damn it! In the oh. young talent. Oh. 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 I love his fucking theme song, man. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking you bastard! Oh. That was gonna be my very next pick. Oh. All right, well, I can't let you get this guy. He is the current WWE World Heavyweight Champion, Dean Ambrose. Oh, nice. Yes, sir. I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take John Cena to to the uh, the Ambrose Asylum. Hell yeah! Carrying a lot more weight with that pick, especially with him having the title now. Yep. Oh, true. Damn. Good. Good pick there, man. Um, number five. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna propose something here real quick. Um, if if we're looking at a tag team, if um, say we pull two people, would you be uh, um, willing to go for like two draft picks? If I pick two. Um. All right. Yeah, that's fine. That, that's fair. Because I'm looking at a tag team here, so I'm gonna pick my number five and six at the same time. Then you'll get your number five and six. My number five going to be Enzo and Cass. Oh my God! Yes, yes. Thank God. Because <laughs> you know what? Don't get me wrong. That's that's a blow to me because Enzo and Cass are good. But I, I when you mentioned tag teams, I looked up in the top right corner. Remember, I'm looking at my roster here. I looked yeah, up same. in the top right corner and. I see Cesaro over there. And I'm like, fuck, he's talking about tag teams. He's going to take Cesaro and Tyson Kidd. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And then you say end zone cast. And I'm like, fuck, yes, thank God. Because that's who I'm picking is Cesaro <laughs> and Tyson Kidd. Damn. The, yes, sir. The Swedish Superman and the last guy to come out of the dungeon. Holy. Uh, I just I guess got to put this out here. Did anybody see this ever coming in a, in a Nick Solomon draft? In his top five, Cesaro oh. and John Cena. I'm not. I'm gonna try to take the spotlight away from uh, Nick at all. But Sean, you've been doing work with Cesaro deep for months, and I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I think right around the time that Nick came around, I came around. When I saw him hit the big spin and then immediately go into a sharpshooter, I was like, "Ooh, that yo. is that is one of the that was the moment." Of, yep, that was one of the moments <laughs> that I 
changed my mind about Cesaro and entered the Cesaro section was when he did that big swing and I'm not a fan of. I'm starting to become a fan of the big swing a little bit, but when he did the big swing and then it went straight from big swing into a sharp shoe, I was like, okay, done. It, he wins. He wins. <laughs> we have Nate we have Nate in the chat he's saying he knew he, he knew that he was gonna go that route. <laughs> Cesaro enticing kid man. I mean yeah. the sweetest Superman fucking the wife hates his theme song, but I, I love it. Hey, uh, uppercut. <laughs> uppercut City, man, from freaking Jason Statham right there. Oh, that transporter, uh, when he switches to the transporter gimmick, I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Well, it's really supposed to be like a 007 thing, but you know. Yeah, I get it, but tra- transporter for me. I can yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, Sean, let's see what you got next for me. My number seven draft pick to UWF Desolation. Where's my shattering glass? Stone Cold Steve Austin! That's a terrible pick, but yeah, sure. Well, did. Let me clean my. Did you just say. Stone Cold Steve Austin was a terrible pick. That was a terrible pick because you wasted that pick really early. You should have waited for Stone Cold later on in the draft, man. Why? Well, I, I wasn't going to go for it? Stone Cold until later on in the draft in the first place. But it, you know what? It's fine because it's good for me because it frees up this draft pick in one Mr. Brock. Rush. Oh, hell no. I was looking at him right now, dude. That oh my god, that is that is beat. That is beat. You fucked up. I was sitting. I'm looking at like all these greats. I'm like, damn. I gotta start pulling some of these big names before fucking Nick starts jumping on it. But no, here we come, freaking with Brock Lesnar. Oh, damn you, damn you to hell, Solomon. Suplex City to one, Mister Nick. Solamundo. Yes, sir. Alrighty. Alright, you wanna you wanna hit deal a low blow here, Solomon? My number eight comes in the form of Bang Bang! Have a nice day, Cactus Jack. Oh, you're such a dick, you asshole. Alright, alright. Okay. Alright, you know what? I-, I got something for your ass. It's not it's not happening yet because I gotta make sure I get this guy before I get him. But it's coming. I got something for you. Anyways, right now, I'm picking one Mr. Jake the Snake Roberts. Just just to make sure I get him. I don't want to lose Jake. Jake the Snake Roberts. That's fine. But it's cool. You know what? I got it. I'm just coming for you. Okay. I got my dicks going in your ear hole. <laughs> but you will never see it coming either. Jake the Snake, really, man? I would not he would have if he would have made my list, it would have been way further down. Well, that's because I have I plan on having Jake run the main event storylines oh. with like Finn Balor and possibly John Cena. Damn. DVP all day. I plan on Finn Balor and Jake for sure. The Demon versus Jake the Snake. You know that's that's going to be a great set of matches. All right. So moving into number nine in the 2016 UWF draft. Um. You've already got some big NXT talent. I can't let you pick this guy up. I'm getting my boy Kevin Owens. Oh, you fucking dick. You're an asshole. That was my man, you fucking prick. Yeah. Oh, I fucking hate you. Yeah. Fucking ass. Fucking shit. 
Alright, alright, you know what? I'm gonna take you to Dick Kick City, bitch. I'm gonna take you to Dick Kick City as I pick. Yes! 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 No! Yes. No! Yes. Oh my god, yes. no! Yes! Daniel Bryan! Bam! Oh my. He's mine. Yeah, how's that, motherfucker? Okay. Is this, is this, uh, is this for the Kevin Owens or for the Cactus Jack? Both, you fucking douchebag. Oh my god, dude. We need, we need to talk about trades later on. Um, I can't. Yeah, that's not you would have to give me, like, <laughs> Seth Rollins and yeah, you have to give me Seth Rollins for Daniel Bryan. Yeah, uh, he went straight to your throat with that one, bro. He did, man. I did not. The reason I hadn't picked Daniel Bryan yet is because I'm like, nope, Daniel Nick Solomon isn't gonna pick Daniel Bryan, and I can't wait. Oh, I'm gonna job him out so hard. Oh my god, talk about like put John Cena. Sting and like Cesaro up against him in a three-on-one. Okay. Okay. <sighs> You're a horrible person, but we are at number ten, and I'm gonna go with. Uh, let's go with the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Fuck. All right, fine, 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 fine. You get HBK, but I'm not letting you have DX. So I gotta pick up Triple H. Oh, you're a whore, man. I gotta block you, man. I gotta block you. That was that's a Beto block it. God damn you. <laughs> you could you couldn't let me have DX. Nope. Alright. Can't do it. Well, since you're not gonna let me have DX, you're not gonna cock block me. My number eleven, completing the brothers of destruction, Kane. Oh, uh, well who cares? It's just Kane. I mean, you know, it's Kane. Oh, you should have picked our truth right there. It really wouldn't fucking matter. Okay. Our truth would have been a better pick. And I'm talking, I ain't going to use Glenn Jacobs' corporate Kane. I'm talking about the big red monster Mass Kane. Uh, he's still hey, been. Are you, you're getting Mass Kane or no Mass Kane? Mass Kane. No way in hell would I ever use Glenn Jacobs. Well, I mean, he was fake Diesel, so, I mean, that's why I decided to pick up the real Diesel, Kevin Nash, up next. Oh! <laughs> that's cool. Who was the fake Diesel, Sean? <laughs> that's cool. Like like he said, like, he blew off my cane pick. Uh, Kevin Nash would have been someone, if I would have picked him, it would have probably been, like, way lower down the list. But I know Nick here is all on Big Diesel's dick, so he could have him. What the fuck ever, douche. But my number 12 is going to be... Woo! Nature Boy Ric Flair. Ooh, that's kind of the burn on you a little bit, WCW fan Nick Solomon. Oh, yeah, it is. It is and it isn't. Like, I wanted Flair, but it's the same thing that he was talking about Nash. I would have waited until, like, near the very end of the, uh, of the draft before I got him. Damn, that sucks too, because I could have used him to sting together. Fuck. <sighs> Alright, you fucking asshole. Well, just in case, I don't want to lose another legend. I'm picking up the ultimate warrior. Damn. Damn, good pick, man. I would have I was looking on picking him up at within my at least top twenty, but damn. 
Um, I, not saying I'm not upset, but that's cool. That's cool. So we are on to unlucky, I mean, lucky number 13. And my number 13 is going to be the great one. The most electrifying man in all of sports entertainment, The Rock. Jomo? Were really? you picking Jomo? No. You said electrifying, so I figured... Was, <laughs> you know. I'm going with the great one, The Rock. Oh, I just would assume the most electrifying guy in sports entertainment would have the greatest finisher of all time. You know? That's, <laughs> that's weird. Well, The Rock's you not... The Rock's not up on uh, Jomo's level. <laughs> oh, you shut the fuck up right now. <laughs> alright, alright, alright. <coughs> you picked um, The Rock, which is... It's fine. It's a safe pick. I wasn't even planning on picking The Rock, so I really... I think he's overrated. That's just me, though. Um, but, because I don't want to let you get all of the Wyatt family, I'm picking up Luke Harper. That Okay. Yeah. So you're going to be playing playing dirty here. So. Fuck. I can't. Because I already have. Uh, we agreed at the beginning of the show. Anybody we have like downloaded. Uh, besides Doink the Clown. Since we both have Doink. Uh, you already called dibs on him. Uh, but I already have Braun Strowman as a created character. So. Um, I want at least three of the Wyatt family members. Um, I'm gonna get Eric Rowan for my number 14. But you'll never have the full Wyatt family because you don't have Luke Harper. Wait, your boy fell off here a little bit. So, last pick for Sean before this was The Rock. Jobo? No, it's The Rock. Rock. <laughs> and then I picked up uh, Luke Harper. Oh, that's right. Okay. And we're now on number 14, and I just drafted Eric Rowan to Desolation. That poor guy's going to waste his career on Desolation? Okay. Hold on, real quick update for you guys. This was beautiful. So I just watched an entire Royal Rumble on my 16 while I'm talking to you guys, except I had my guy set in to come at number 40. I didn't know who it was. It was a mystery guy. Guess who comes out at number 40 and I just eliminated Bret Hart to win the Royal Rumble with? Who? Cesaro. <laughs> nice. It was it was meant to be. Yeah, it was meant to be. So who you going with for number 14, Mr. Swallow Walla Walla Man? Let me look, let me look, let me look. <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh man, I did not realize we missed this guy, dude. At number fourteen, this guy should have been way more near the top. Um, holy shit! I gotta go with the Apex Predator. Oh fuck no! Oh How the fuck did I miss Randy Orton? Oh my god! Yep. Don't fuck with the big dogs, son. Oh, my... Oh. I just left, like, a really nasty taste in my mouth. Like, god damn. It would be the first time, you know. It's like with the number one picks. Okay. Oh. Oh. Speaking of nasty taste, uh, I wonder what Starship King tastes like as the number one finisher of all time. <laughs> <laughs> tastes like the best. You stupid idiot! You stupid idiot! It tastes like the coolest thing ever. It was. It, it's not the. <laughs> that's not the coolest thing. 
Good deflection. <laughs> so, damn you, man. Oh. My number 15, I'm going to have to go ahead and pick up the badass Billy Gun. Okay. That was a... Okay. I want to no. I, I run a promo with uh, him and Sami Zayn. For the record, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you that are listening at home, Nick picked Randy Orton. Don't just pick and basket again. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. I mean, we're starting one half, a one half of uh, Chuck and Billy. Oh my god! <laughs> you had to bring that up, man. That is savage. Where's Stevie Richards at when you need him? <laughs> okay. We remember the North remembers. Uh, <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, we are starting to get down to like there's a lot of guys who've been picked, so. Um, I guess I'm gonna start. I think I'm gonna pick up British Bulldog. That's solid. Yeah. Um, I would. I personally wouldn't have picked him, so um, it was probably a good thing you grabbed him. If if so, he would have been like way further on mine. Um, I got another proposal here. I'm looking at the roster along with you here. Um, I see we got a lot of uh, a lot of tag teams left up on here. You want to kind of uh, bunk out some of these um, tag teams and uh, do a like two-two until we get a couple of these tag teams out of here. Um. Yeah. Sure. Alrighty. Wait. 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 Chatty purposes. Where we at right here? We got a uh, number Sean fifteen. Uh, one half of uh, Billy and Chuck, Billy Gunn, and then Nick picked. The I picked British up Bulldog. the British Bulldog. Oh, that's right. Okay. Thank you. Alrighty, so my number 16 and 17 together, I'm going to get Edge and Christian. Oh, that's an okay pick, I guess. I mean, oh, it is Edge no, and Christian. Let, let me elaborate why this is an amazing pick. Because I have already have the Dudley Boys and the Hardy Boys created on my downloadable characters so oh. oh okay so i didn't you're a cunt okay i just needed to clarify that all right all right you're a cunt okay <laughs> fuck, fuck, i didn't realize that okay sure all right um so i guess i because i need to get some strong tag teams in here i am going to pick up brett hart and jim the anvil Nightheart. nice Woo! Old school going hell in my window. Yeah, the Heart Foundation. The best there ever is. <laughs> yes, the best there was, the best there is, and the best there ever will be. At, Son. at quitting. Oh, what the fuck ever. I will never be a Bret Hart fan, man. I cannot. Sean, I cannot stand. Drop that. I cannot stand <laughs> Bret Hart. What? I fucking. The. Looking at his smug face makes me want to punch a baby. I fucking hate Bret Hart. When was he ever smug? He was never smug. Thank you. Oh my god. It's just his face, man. He's I I can't stand him. Oh wow. Dude, Bret if Kurt was in this draft, I mean he'd have to be up too, man, because that's that's one fantasy match I've always wanted to see, dude. Brett technical A Kurt F. Kurt Angle. Kurt, technical AF, man. I mean, those were two, two of the 
most technical ring guys ever, man. Sean. Kurt Angle's uh, uh, Kurt Angle's an already an honorary member of UWF Desolation as well. Do you hear this guy, Nick? Yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm not gonna. Cool. I'm not posting your post. I'm not posting any of your pics anymore. <laughs> <laughs> God, Sean. Okay, Nick, what do you have next? <laughs> he just. I'm gonna go with my number 18 and 19. He just picked up uh, Owen and uh, Jim uh, Owen, Brett and Jim the Anvil. Oh, that's, right. that's right. Sorry. Um, so I'm gonna go with another tag team here. My number 18 and 19. I'm gonna go with the VOD villains, Aiden English and Simon Gott. Oh, that fucking sucks. I wanted them. Fuck. Uh, You're a fucking douche. I hope your balls fall off. <laughs> because they're so manly. <laughs> <laughs> alright, alright. Well, I need another tag team, so I'm going to pick uh, just a luchador as uh, Kalisto and Sankara. Nice. Oh, that's what's up. That's, that's, that's a good, good pick. pick up right there, man. Mexico is with you, Nick. Suelamundo! Alright, so, um, I see there's only, like, maybe one... I think two tag teams that I see no there's at least like three but I'm gonna propose another one um there's a tag team or a a faction I'm looking at here I'm willing (sighs) you let me pick up the new day for my number 20 21 and 22 picks I will give you three of yours all day Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead and take the new day. I, I wasn't ever going to pick any of them. Awesome, new days coming to desolation. All right, well, I am going to pick up Stardust, Gold Dust, and Mikey Whipwreck. Mike, who? Mikey, who? Mikey fucking Whipwreck. Show some respect, you taint. Okay, okay. So, fucking Mikey Whipwreck. You need to go back to school. <laughs> <laughs> I need to take your ass to school again. I'm doing that next week here on WWE Talk. <laughs> alrighty. Alrighty. So, since you went ahead and picked up the Rhodes Brothers and this Mikey Whipwreck faggot. Um, oh, hell no. Do you know anything about Mikey Whipwreck? <laughs> I can't. He was just like if you want to talk about a Daniel Bryan before there was a Daniel Bryan, it would be Mikey Whipwreck. The tie dye, the tie dye shirts. Yeah, I mean, he was the ultimate underdog. He was okay. The ultimate underdog. Sean, he was most known for like his ECW like wrestling, but God, dude, yeah, Mikey Whipwreck, uh, low, low key, man. Um, yeah, I mean, really low key in this draft, <laughs> but. <laughs> So yeah, if you're if you're looking for like a, a a poor man's jobber like Mick Foley, Mikey Whipwreck is definitely that guy. And he was well known, <laughs> like he was good at it though. I mean, he was a great wrestler. He was very underutilized, or not not underutilized. They used him very well at ECW, but he just didn't make the conversion to the WWE. See, maybe if I would have seen his um, ECW stuff, then maybe I'd have a different Bro, opinion. Hey, honestly, Sean, if you ever were like. Oh man, like what WWE superstar do I like look like? It would probably be Mikey Whipwreck, dude. Like Sean, you would kind of resemble a little bit of Mikey Whipwreck. <laughs> I could see it. I could see it. Almost oh, definitely. Right dude. in the face. Like exactly. 
right in the face, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Actually, I just, I brought his face up, you know, on uh, the game, and I'm looking at his face, and I'm looking at Sean's profile picture, and wow, actually, yeah, he does look quite hey, Right? And, he, and you know what? He had his his fair share of moments, too, with Mick. So, yeah, I mean, they were tag team champions for a long time. Yes. Uh, yeah, they Cactus had, Jack and Mikey Whipwreck, dude. Uh, they, were, they had some epic matches up against the public enemy. Dude, that's also during the time, too, when, like, Mick was, as Cactus Jack was rocking the, uh, no, the ECF and W, but he was rocking the WWF and F. Or the WCF and W, too, that one. Yeah. <laughs> had a picture of Uncle Eric on the back of his shirt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, anywho, moving on. Number 23 in the 2016 UWF draft. I'm going to go ahead and pick up one Mr. Ken Shamrock. Well, you're an asshole. <laughs> Dude, your guys' last show was a good portion of it was dedicated to this guy. Because I love Ken Shamrock and I didn't think he would go for him. So, hey, you, um, I don't blame you. Sean, excellent pick. That's because he's a total cunt. It's cool. Hey, I understand. You're a cunt. It's all right. Uh, the uh, Desolation yeah. Show needs Equilox 2, though, Nick. So, you know, and and I got Kurt Angle, so the the oh, Kid Shamrock versus Kurt sudden, Angle. You, should, Hold on. you need to trade Kurt so we can get that uh, the real Suplex City match over on uh, Nick's show. <laughs> I see, you know, I see some. There's, we, we've forgotten two tag teams, I think, two or three tag teams. Have we? Oh, we go. Here yeah. We go. Because I was gonna, I'm gonna call. I've got two tag teams that I want. Right. Um, would you mind if I grabbed them? And I pick up four. Yeah. All right, we can do that. We can do that. Okay, well, I'm picking up the Ascension, and I'm going to grab up the Usos. You just said the Usos? <laughs> yeah, because they're like the last tag team, and you do have a splendid fucking tag team division. My tag team division, eh, not so much. So, I need I need a little bit more talent as far as the, uh, the tag team division. Alrighty. So, um, nice, nice, nice. Um... I'm going to go ahead and my four, number 24 through 27, I'm going to pick up Rikishi. Let's see. Um, these guys were a tag team. I might use, use them as a tag team together. I'm going to pick up Rusev and Sheamus. <laughs> and then my final number 27, I'm not going to underutilize him on my show. I'm picking up Baron Corbin. Yeah, you can have him. Wait, who are you for again, Sean? Rikishi. I got Rusev Sheamus. Oh, Rikishi. Rikishi. Taking him away from his kids here. <laughs> oh, God. you're a fucking dick, bro. I got Rikishi. They need strong leadership in their life, bro. <laughs> They're wearing the face paint of their uncle. Just goes to show you what they think about their pops, man. <laughs> Sean with Rikishi. What a fucking dick. Then wow. I got... Sheamus, Rusev, and Baron Corbin. <laughs> Alright. Well, we're going back to the singles now, and I'm going to pick up... It's me! It's me! It's DDP. 
Yes, sir. TDP. That's where it's at. Nice, nice, solid pick. Um, I can't, I can't say I'm a little jelly of that. I, I've, I've passed him a couple times. Um, I thought he'd be a little further down your list. That's why I have, I've kind of been dancing around him here. Um, so for my number twenty-eight, I'm gonna go ahead and pick up Y2J. Soak it in, man. You can have him. I promise. Nobody cares about that washed-up slut. <laughs> okay, number twenty-eight. Nick Solomon picks Lance Storm. <laughs> if he was on the game, he even picked way earlier, like number two. Hey, no, I wouldn't have picked him for number two. For sure. Um, all right, my pick, my next pick to continue on and finish up the stable that's going to be running worldwide. <laughs> Brian Pillman for the Heart Foundation, bitch. Eh, you can't have Brian Pillman, man. Flying Brian. Eh, that's a good pick. My number 29, I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to go ahead and pick up the big show. Yeah, that was a great pick, Sean. Hey, if you don't pick up the person I'm wanting next... Um, I'm about to form one of the greatest tag teams ever. He's going to talk with this lame-ass pick earlier, saying he's better than Jericho. You're funny. Right? Here we go. Here we go, Solomon. Lance Storm. Lance Storm better than Jericho. It's it's weird. Hold on. She's in the studio with you, right? She is. No, I'm in Texas right now. Does your studio have a kitchen? Oh, <laughs> a, fat, a fat boy would say that. A fat boy that doesn't please his woman would say that because if you do the job right, she wouldn't be able to walk to the kitchen. Hey, she doesn't. I have to carry her to the kitchen. Oh, Duh. right. <laughs> she still makes my damn sandwiches. You can make your own damn sandwich, fat boy. Hey, hey. Shh. <laughs> Who do you got for number 29, Swallowman? Number 29, I've got the man that gravity forgot with Neville. Nice. I didn't think you would have picked Neville up, man. <laughs> Damn. Every time I nah. Neville, I think <laughs> I need so, a good jobber, though. So I'm glad you didn't pick up who I wanted for my number 30 pick. I'm putting my number 29 big show and this guy together in a tag team. And... Hopefully they tear some shit up on Desolation. I'm picking up Vader. Oh, that fucking sucks. I should have got Vader. Son of a bitch. He's a big dude. Yeah. Hey, I heard that Neville Longbottom reference in the background there, Sean. No, that, was, that was Schizo. Little HP, <laughs> little HP action from Schizo. Hey, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Every I'm with I'm that so, all the way. Shut up. I can't he needs to change the last name to Neville Longbottom. <laughs> I can't help it. Every time they say Neville, I think of Neville Longbottom. I have to say, <laughs> even when they call him out, they she does. Neville, and I'm like, Longbottom! Neville Longbottom. That's tough cheese. Gryffindor <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, for the win! And <laughs> <laughs> with the first trade of the draft. <laughs> he trades Neville Longbottom for absolutely nothing. <laughs> so yeah, all right, all right. number 30, I got Vader. 
<laughs> oh, Sean with the beater. So who do you got? God, how did you let that get? How did you let that slip by? The next pick for the UWF Worldwide roster goes to William Regal. Renee Dupree? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, wait, no. William Regal. You ruined it. Damn it. Nice. Nice, B. <laughs> So, my number 31 pick, and will be the official general manager of UWF, occasionally appearing in once-in-a-lifetime matches, I'm going with Shane, a.k.a. Dino Mac. A.k.a. Simba. Simba. Yes. So, yeah, you're going to go with the impersonator, but I'm going to go with the originator, and I'm going to pick up Vincent. Kennedy McMahon. Nice. The guy with the balls so big he walks like it. Hey, exactly. he does have the world's biggest grapefruit spot. Or, or he got taken by Big Show. <laughs> Either one works. <laughs> Good pick, man. Um, number 32, somebody's going to get their ass kicked on UWF Desolation. I'm picking up Mark Henry. Uh, you're getting some heat for Regal. Wait, who's giving me heat about fucking William Regal? He's awesome. No, he's not. Regal? Yes, he is. No, he's not. Regal? Big, I like Regal. Big actually. J. Big J's in there giving you some heat. Big J, I know what I'm doing. Okay, I know what I'm doing. Don't worry. My shows, my shows are going to be top tier. All right, you're gonna, you're going to listen to the worldwide, and then like if you're bored <laughs> taking a shit, and then Desolation's on, you may turn it on for like a minute, but then you're going to go back to worldwide just to listen to it again because you're going to realize, oh, I've got a better roster. So, okay, yeah. <laughs> but my Jason pick, says, I got I have a deal I want to make with you because I cannot live with myself without having this guy on my show. So how about this? How about you know? I know we gear we 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 agreed to this with Sting and, and Austin, but we need to do this. We need to make an exception with this guy. How about you take Cactus Jack? I'll take Mankind, and we throw away Dude Love. All right, we can do that. We can do that. I gotta have I gotta have Foley, man. I do. I gotta have Foley on my show somewhere. And I mean, he wrestled. The reason I say we can do that with him. Is because he wrestled one Royal Rumble as all three of his characters, so he basically is three different people, honestly. For sure, we could do that, man. That's a so for your number thirty-two, you're picking up mankind. Mankind, hell yeah! This guy, I I don't know why I didn't pick him up a lot sooner. I probably obviously I should have put him as my number fifteen over Billy Gunn. Um, I just now looked up and seen he was still up there. I'm picking up Dolph Ziggler for number 33. That's a good pick, actually. I don't know why the fuck I didn't get him earlier. I should have picked him up. Well, I'm going to pick up probably what's going to be one of my major heels. One Mr. J.B.L. Hell yeah. I'm just going to... I need a good jobber on my uh, on my show. This guy is going to be like my when we do our pay per views. This is going to be like a pre show guy, and he's just going to get the fuck jobbed out of him. I'm going to go with Mister Wife Beater himself, 
Adam Rose for number 34. Uh, do you plan on doing pre-shows? <laughs> I do. I do plan on doing pre-shows. Well, we might get to put something. I don't know. We'll talk about this more. All these developments will be coming to you guys as we get them. So, hopefully, we're going to try and debut the first show um, directly following WWE Talk next fr- next Thursday. Yep. So you'll get a double yeah. shot. It'll be you. Wait, who was the last pick? The last pick was Sean. Who'd you have? Adam Rose. Don't be a oh, limit. That's right. Uh, it, because it doesn't fucking matter what your last pick was. <laughs> See, that was really late. Hey, AB, don't be a limit. Be a rosebud. Be a bottom. Oh, 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 oh. All right, go ahead. Listen, I'm afraid for the both of you, I've got some very bad news. I'm picking up BNB. Damn. That's a good pick, man. Um, that's another one I looked over there. Shit. It's a solid pick, man. Bad um, news, man. I've already got... I've got Ric Flair. I'm gonna... I think I might do a new... A new evolution here. Um, have two of the original members of Evolution and bring in two new guys. I'm gonna go ahead and pick up Bitch Tista. <coughs> There's a cough, guys. There's a cough. You mean bitch titsta? Yeah. He's got bitch tits. He's got bitch tits. <laughs> said I didn't have a, <laughs> I didn't have a, a draft pick last one. <laughs> <laughs> Sean was no pick. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um, you got bitch titsta, bitch titsta, whatever. I am going to pick up, I'm going to stay with the bees, and I'm going to pick up, bam, bam, Bigelow. Hell yeah. Dude, on my universe right now, I've been jobbing the shit out of Bam Bam. Um, I've had yeah. I've had him been uh, getting taken out by Lesnar. Well, that, sounds, I mean, that, would, that would be a good match, though. That sounds like a really good match, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, been, it's been a pretty good rivalry, man. Um, no complaints. No, no complaints <laughs> for me here. <laughs> so, moving on. Number 36 for Team Desolation. I'm going to go ahead and pick up the five-time, 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 five-time WCW champion, Booker um, T. Um, dude, that was four. Five-time. There you go. Booker T. <laughs> Gotta love that California mass. Yeah. Yeah. I told you. <laughs> Anyways, you, you picked up Booger T. Um, it's been Rooney all day. Yep. Yeah. I'm Nothing gonna pick says up. desolation quite like a Booger T. It's been Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to pick up somebody way better. You wasted this pick. Here comes Sergeant. Slaughter. Did you really just say Sergeant Slaughter was a better pick than Booker T? Yeah, any day of the week. Okay. Any day of the fucking week. Sar- Sergeant Slaughter to the Bullet Club. Dude, that was so awesome. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Hey, I don't know about that one, man. 
The North still remembers. The North still remembers. Sergeant Slaughter once made his general the Iron Fucking Cheek. We still remember Nick. <laughs> yeah, we do. We yeah. still fucking remember. Pepperidge Farms. Uh, Pepperidge Farms remembers. <laughs> Pepperidge Farms remembers. <laughs> All right, your turn, buddy Rob. Alrighty, I'm gonna go ahead for number thirty-seven. I'm gonna pick up X Pack. I got a couple guys. I want to see him, uh, see him run against um, that I've got so far. Possibly a, a X Pac Sami Zayn or an X Pac Kevin Owen rivalry. See how that runs. You got almost everybody from Degeneration X except Trips. That's true because I do have Road Dog created as well. Treat, treat, treat. <laughs> yeah, give me two problems. Nah. Alright, well, this next guy, he really speaks to me. You know, he's helped me save my life. Correctly. Hey. Real quick, real quick. Oh, hey, real quick, bro, you got hella choppy there. One more time, drop it on us, Nick Solomon. I, I could have swore I heard him just say Bo Dallas, but he went really choppy. So I'm really I, I heard him say I heard him say Bo Dallas too, actually. I, I thought I heard a Bo leave. I'm just hoping that it was just that real shitty static. And he really didn't just say he picked Bo Dallas as his number thirty seven pick. You still live there, Solomon? I, I guess it was Bo Dallas, man. <laughs> oh, hear me? Oh, we're, we're there. Are you, okay. are you there? Yeah. Do you read Big Bad Boo? Am I real? <laughs> I am real. You know why I'm real? Because I believe. Oh. He, he was serious. Bo. He was serious, man. Oh. Believe. Okay. Bo Wyatt's going to UWF Worldwide. Woo! Bo Wyatt going to Worldwide. <laughs> so, um, I've already got Kid Shamrock and Kurt Angle in the works. I'm going to add a third ankle lock into this. I'm going to go ahead and pick up Jack Swagger for number 38. What a faggot. You just picked up Swagger? This is going to be an ankle lock series, man. It's going to be a submission tournament. <laughs> they all three are doing an ankle lock to each other. <laughs> so, anywho, who do you got for number 38, Mr. Swanman? I got the total package. He's on his own express. The first man to slam Yokozuna. And they heard it all the way on Nitro in Minnesota. Lex. Eh, you can have it, man. What the fuck you mean? Of course I have it. I picked his ass. Well, you would have, you would have ended up with him anyways, because yeah, I would have jobbed. I would have jobbed. Sean, he has a steel plate in his forearm, and when he hits you with it, he knocks you out. <laughs> Duh, Sean. Duh. So. I, I can't believe you haven't picked him up yet. You've had some, like, killer legends on your crew. Um, 
I'm not going to let you get him. I'm going to go ahead and pick up Ricky the Dragon's steamboat. You know. He sucks, so, you know. Did you really just... Oh, Sean. Oh. Solid pick, Sean. Solid pick. This dude just Ricky. said Ricky Steamboat sucked. He was just a jobber, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. He wasn't a jobber. I like And pick, I'm gonna have to pick up Gideo. What was that? <laughs> Hideo Itami. Oh, Hideo Itami? For sure. Yep. Um, he would have been one of the bottom of the barrel scrapes for me. Um, Holy shit, that's mean. What? Holy shit, I'm, that's mean. I wish him the best of luck in all of his future endeavors on uh, Worldwide. He's going to be awesome. I'm probably going to set him up as the, uh, at one point or another, either the Tri-State Television Champion or... Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. You, can't, you can't announce your titles yet. We'll announce our titles at the end. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, I've already got a few title holders in mind already, so but we'll talk about that when we start with. For sure. Alright. So, number 40... I'm going to go with... I can't let you have the APA on your squad. I'm going to go ahead and pick up Farouk. You're picking up Farouk? I'm picking up Farouk. Wait, this is the this is the gay Farouk though, right? From Domination? I'm going to change his attire and make him APA Farouk. Oh, well, okay. Well, that fucking sucks, but whatever. You can have him. It's not like he had anything like, vital, you know? I've got JBL. That's all I need. <laughs> make a new APA with him and uh, Bo Dallas or something. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, a little ch a little choppy on your end right now. Your face. Yeah, you are you are chopping it up pretty bad there, bro. So as we wait for Nick to <laughs> to regroup, <laughs> yeah, he's still he's gonna get killed by Crispin Wall for picking Bo Dallas this high. Better. Yeah. Alright. Hold on. And then it gets hella crunchy. Next pick for UWF is gonna be Ravishing Recruit. You can keep that pick. I absolutely hated Rick Rude, man. What? Yes. I cannot stand Rick Rude. That's because you're retard. And to answer your pick, I already picked up Y2J, um, Nate. Y2J was number 28 in my in the draft here. Yeah, nobody cared about him, so, you know. I... <laughs> Nate says you're doing Morse code over there, Nate. Yeah, I probably was. It's fucking Mike. You know, it's Mike and shit. This one. So, you went ahead and got Ravishing Rick Rude. Yeah. So, we're really starting to scrape the bottom of the barrel here. Um, there's some pretty shitty picks left. Um, so, this guy, um, he's a good wrestler, man. Um, but, I hate his gimmick, but I'll still 
I'll still utilize him every once in a while. I'm going to go ahead and pick up Tyler Breeze. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, wait, did you just say you just drafted a fart that just came out of your butt? Yeah. Like, oh, we're, God, we're literally, dude. we're starting to scrape the barrel here. He just took a big pile of reins on his draft. Tyler Breeze, more like Tyler Fart Dust. Fart Dust. <laughs> I need to make a character called Fart Dust. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, speaking of uh, Fart Dust, um, we're going to have to go with I'm gonna have to go with Darren Young. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, shit. Trying to look at who's, who's left here, man. Um, not very many. You got like Curtis is up there. I see Savio Vega still there. Alright, I'm gonna go ahead. I might pair Tyler Breeze up with this guy and call it the world's most terrible tag team and have him be like a super jobber tag team. I'm gonna go ahead and pick up Woo 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 Zack Ryder. So the world's greatest tag team then. Get the hell out of here, man. <laughs> He isn't winning no intercontinental ladder matches on my show. That's fucked up. Whatever. <laughs> alright, alright. You're going to pick up uh, the legendary one, Zack Ryder. I'm, whack, whack, whack. You know it. <laughs> I'm going to pick up uh, Haku. Nice. I can do something with him, I'm sure. Alright. Oh, this isn't, this isn't a bad pick. Uh... I probably should have picked him over Adam Rose, but um, he's going to go ahead and never picked him. <laughs> um, he had to get picked by one of us, man. But I'm going to go ahead and pick up K Quick, aka R Truth. Oh, I would have picked him, fucking a. So I, I would have got him. What's up, R Truth? You're coming to desolation. So you have K Quick, the quickest fucking loser in the game. Um, I'm gonna have to go with Fit Finley. My name is Finley, and I love to fight. Ah, Miss Finley. Right? That's I a good pick, man. Um, yeah, good pick. Um. Number 44, I'm going to go ahead and pick up D'Lo Brown. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks that it's nation D'Lo Brown, though. Yeah, if it was regular, I would have picked him up earlier. Oh, yeah. If oh. it was regular D'Lo, he would have been in my top 15 for sure. Oh, get the fuck out of here, Sean. I know you wouldn't have no neck D'Lo Brown with a little peanut Eminem head. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn, major hate for the D-Lo. Right? <laughs> Do you remember? His name was D-Lo. Come on. <laughs> Dude, you remember him and Mark Henry, man? They had some good stuff together, yeah. Hell yeah. So who you got, number 44, Solomon? Number 44, I guess because I've already got fart dust, I should get the, the, the turd with eyes, Titus O'Neil. <laughs> You need to go ahead and complete the primetime players there. The primetime poopers. <laughs> nice. Um, you can have them, man. Holy shit, I just looked up. I cannot believe 
this guy is still on the list and that you have not picked him up. I, I apologize to all the fans. This guy should not be my number 45 pick. I'm picking up Andre the Giant. Oh, you fucking dick. I didn't think you were going to pick him at all. Oh, fuck. Number 45? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> like, I looked Damn. up and just realized that. And I was like, like, what? Yeah. So again, I apologize to everyone listening to this draft. He, this is really low for Andre, um, but he's coming to the right show. No, he's Andre not the going Gi- to your show. Andre the Giant, welcome to Desolation. Oh, what a fucking homo! Run it back, run, run it, it back. back, run it. <laughs> How could Andre be number fucking forty-five <laughs> under the likes of Billy Gunn? Uh, look, look at all these fucking turds you just named. Tyus O'Neal, uh, Adam No Pick, fucking Rose. Who are you guys thinking? I I, be, I really don't know who to be more disappointed in. I would yeah. solely like to say that I blame all of this on Sean B. I'm a God, Sean. I'm blaming this on Nick. He's been look at half of his roster is old school cats. Uh, I don't know, man. That's, that's, I'm that's focused. True. You were going pretty, like, old-school heavy there. Yeah, but, but Sean picked Bray Wyatt <laughs> over Dusty Rhodes. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay, okay. He picked, picked the best finisher of all time, Seth Rollins. Exactly. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking what the fuck? What is wrong with you? See, you I, know win. What? I win now. This cannot go away. This forever needs to be a staple, at least for a week. <laughs> Hashtag 45, people in the chatty. Andre the Giant, what an injustice has been done here tonight. Andre the Giant with the 45th pick <laughs> of Sean's Desolation. The 45th. What, what was your previous pick? D'Lo Sean. Brown. <laughs> you picked D'Lo Brown <laughs> over Andre the Giant. Our truth over Andre the Giant. Zack Ryder. Fucking <laughs> whack, whack, whack. Ryder. Over Andre the fucking I already, giant. I already feel bad about it, man. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, he hate the Vipers calling for a restart of the draft, man. He's the wait. What the fuck, guys? Restart. <laughs> oh my god. What is he? Is he for real? This yeah, isn't, he's saying restart this the isn't, fucking draft. Oh my god. Right now. This isn't Florida. Seven, we don't get five. a recount. <laughs> <laughs> oh Damn. my gosh. Holy wow. God. Number eight. Number 45, we'll never forget. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a bumper sticker, man. (laughs) He said shoot ourselves. Dude, I'm I'm leaving my window unlocked for Chris Benoit to come get me tonight. (laughs) Fuck you, I'm not. (laughs) I don't care that much. Who do you you got for number 45, Solomon? Alright, my number 45 pick. This guy shouldn't have been this low either, but, you know, he he wasn't the best. I'm going to go with Savio Vega. Damn. I was, I'm going to say it before B-Sav says it. Andre the Giant and Savio Vega in the same draft pick. Yep. Damn. Sam- oh, you mean Andre the Giant sandwiched in there right with the... Uh- Titus O'Neil in uh, Savio Vega. The fuck? 
WWE talk? Jeez, guys. I think oh. both may have screwed the pooch on this one there. Where is yeah. Dean right now? Where's all four horsemen? We need, we need to have the, the four horsemen is the people right now. People power. And Nate right now is calling for shooting yourselves. <laughs> God, hey, both of you guys get the heat tonight, man. The number oh. 45. Number 45, Andre the Giant, is this week's number one top 10 pick. Because it is just that bad. And I don't know who the heat goes to. You got some paper rock scissors for it. But this is god awful. Andre the fucking giant, 45. You know what? It's going in the top 10. If, if Nick uh, Bad Blueberry here gets his way, Sean, somehow or other, this is going to be like the number 7 or 8 of the worst of his top 10 of just Because it took you until like, to 45 to get to Andre the giant. I, I get where Nick was coming from with that. He was like, you know what? He's not going to pick him. Because real... real <laughs> The, the truth of it, the matter is there, Sean. You probably wouldn't have picked him. But the fact that you did pick him, and you picked him at 45, under the likes of... Uh, I, I can't right now. <laughs> uh, what are we doing here, Sean? Um, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat? I just I um, looked up... Jack, and... Jack off Swagger? Come on! Hey, oh. you... You should be this heat. Over. This heat should be on Nick. He was going heavy with his legend, so I was like, he's gonna. I thought he was gonna pick Andre a lot sooner. I looked up again, saw he was still there. So. I I had to say this goes on Sean because he picked Bray Wyatt over Dusty Rhodes for the best talker of all time. So it made me pick that terrible. Pick because Sean distracted me with that terrible thing. It's a picking on Tantra. <laughs> Anywho, moving on. Number 46. I'm going to go ahead and pick up the Miz. Yeah, you can have them. Alright, uh, next up, I'm picking up Santino Morella. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the mind, at least, in the at least mind, Santino didn't get picked over Roger and Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been terrible. <laughs> oh. Alright, all right, Sean, what's your next pick? Uh, my number 47, I'm going to go ahead and pick up. Since I just picked up Miz, why not pick up his shadow? I'm going to go ahead and get Miz down. On purpose? Yeah. Yeah, fuck it, have him. I mean, they're going to suck there, so they suck everywhere else. True that, true that. Well, my next guy is awesome because he's a one-man band. Heath Slater. Really? Okay, okay. Let's go ahead, number 48 in the draft. I'm going to go ahead and pick up Fondango. <laughs> You're such a fucking homo. <laughs> well, I'm just going to ask you to feed me more. Feed me more. With Ryback. Really? Aww. Aww. You can have, you can have, you can have Ryback, man. That like, 
if you guys haven't noticed yet, Roman Reigns still hasn't been picked either. Ryback is probably just as bad as a pick as if I end up getting stuck with Roman. <laughs> so oh, you fuck should, it. You can have next it, guy, you fucking. I'm going to go ahead and pick up. Because, like, we're scraping the barrel now, man. Um, yeah, we're scraping something. That's for sure. I'm gonna go ahead definitely scraping. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and pick up Kaba Mustafa. Oh, you fucking ass. That leaves me with fucking, like, three choices right now. Three of which I don't want. <sighs> okay, because I don't want all three of the triangles. Are you, are you still there, Dick? Is he? Is he still there? Are you still there, B?
sale at Mattress Firmus, then extended. It's your last chance to take advantage of our best deal of the year. Get a king mattress for the price of a queen and a queen for a twin. That adds up to savings up to $700 store-wide. Plus, hurry in to get a free adjustable base with your qualifying mattress. Up to a $699 value, free. But these amazing savings end Tuesday, so hurry in for the best deal of the year. Your budget stretches further at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com slash sale. With the Capital One Saver Card, you earn 4% cash back on dining and entertainment. That's 4% cash back on We Scream for ice cream. Oh, oh, I want strawberry. And 4% while you're screaming at the amusement park. The Capital One Saver Card. Earn 4% on dining and 4% on entertainment. Now, when you and the family go out, you cash in. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms apply. Capital One Bank, USANA.